Bob. Yeah. Bob, I've got some really serious shit to talk to you about. What's up, Mario? What, are, why are you, are you, were you crying? I'm, I'm a little upset. <laughs> I'm having a hard time. It's okay, buddy. So, Bob, uh, you know, superstar uh, horror artist Trevor Henderson. Yeah, everybody knows. Famous for so many creations. Most famously Siren Head, probably. Siren Head, Cartoon Cat, Long Horse, uh, many classic monsters, and also um, the um, Idea Man for uh, the Mayfair Watcher Society podcast currently airing uh, wherever podcasts are available. I think uh, I think he's a monster. Wait, what? Hold, calm down. Sit down. Sit down. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah I think he's like a, just a for real monster mash. Like a real monster mash guy. With like, hey guys, what's up? Oh shit! How's, oh, how's it going? Oh my god! Thanks for having me on. How's it going? Uh, hey! <laughs> hey! What's up? Hey! What's what are you guys? What are you guys just talking about? Nothing. Uh, nothing. Monsters? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's a, yeah. I mean, the book we're gonna read—that's what that's about, right? That's what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 That's, all, that's all you're talking about, though, right? That's it. Yep. Yeah. The girl who yeah. cried monster by R.L. Stein. You know it. <laughs> Trevor, Trevor, don't pay attention to the fact that we're both sobbing. <laughs> it's it's I've, fine. That's fine. I, th- that never matters to me in any context. So. Usually, this is what this is our like pre-show like kind of thing before every episode of You Can't Scare Me is we cry it out. We cry. Yeah, you cry. Yeah, you you, yeah. Pur- you purge your emotions so you can take in the Stein. Yeah. That's right. You got to come into it in a blank, a blank space. Just like how we wrote them. <laughs> and scene. Amazing. Woo. Well, it's good that there is nothing going on. I'm, I'm so happy there's nothing going on except for this um, <laughs> piece of children's literature. It's, just, it's classic. This is really good. This is really good. I'm glad I thought Fantastic. of it. Fantastic. <laughs> I am glad we did it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to an episode of You Can't Scare Me. Uh, today I'm joined by, as always, we've got ourselves a Mario. Hey, it's a Mario. Hey, it's me, it's Mario, the cool ghoul who's everybody's pal. <laughs> and special guest, Trevor Henderson. Hi. Hey, hello, how's it going? It's me. Hello, hi, and welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. This is really a special treat. Of course, yeah. Did you like that totally well-integrated introduction? <laughs> in, this, in that improv <laughs> that I managed to squeeze a resume in there. Oh yeah, no, that was that was capital P Pro right there. That was great. That's how we roll, and you can't scare me. So, guess what, y'all? What? You'll probably be able to guess pretty accurately. Okay. But we are gathered here today to discuss a certain jovial Bob book <laughs> by the name of Girl Who Cried Monster. That's right. This girl is always crying monster. It's real. It's a real freaking problem. This kid. What? What is up with this lady? She won't fucking stop. <laughs> she won't. Everyone's really upset with her in her life about um, how uh, one track she is on on the monster thing. I think it's truly horrific, monstrous, if you will. <laughs> so to keep with our uh, general vibe, our general ouvre, we've got ourselves a little. You know, history happens, and we've got one person here who is a is a documentarian of it. Uh, a little a guy by the name of Mario. You gonna walk well, us through, Bob? I've got some really bad news. Oh no! Oh my God! This is really bad news. Say it isn't this so. This book, this book released the same month as Night of Living Dummy. <gasps> wow, he's churning them out. Christ. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just cranking. <laughs> RL just knocked this sucker out. 
Uh, Jovial Bob, known for nothing more than cranking it. <laughs> so there is actually, there's no history, it turns out. Damn <laughs> we, it. Already, we already did it. Uh, but uh, you know what's a, a good history we can talk about? Uh, Trevor. <gasps> yeah. Trevor, what's your history with the Goosebumps franchise. Oh, I go way back. I mean, I uh, I lived at the Scholastic Book Fair. I had, mm-hmm. at the time, a complete set uh, before I got like Ooh. up into the you know the, the 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 high number like choose your own scare books and all that other stuff. What? I completely sidestepped the Fear Street series somehow. Just never even went near it. But I had every Goosebumps and then all like the knockoff Goosebumps too that were trying to ride R.L. Stein's steez. Uh, but yeah, no, I collect them all. I love them. Um, mostly I love, I really love the artwork, obviously. Um, this was right around the same time I was obsessed with Scary Stories Tell in the Dark and Stephen Gamel's incredible artwork for that. Yeah. Between the two, like the kind of like monochrome black and white, uh, inky nightmare of Stephen Gamel and the kind of glossy textured logo goosebumps, uh, front cover work. Of God, I'm completely forgetting the artist's name. Uh, Tim Jacobus. Thank you so much. Uh, they were they were both very very formative, but I pri- I did pride myself on having a full set for a very long time. That's impressive. I don't know anybody who had the full set, so now thank you. I know I know a person who does. You're the first person I've met who has a full set of this series. <laughs> let me let me clarify. Had I had, had. I do not currently have a full set i they they were lost to the same time time and hard time and hard lessons i think it still counts yes it's like a video game achievement as soon as you do it it just yeah the, it's just the, in there it ticks off and then yeah you're good yeah um <laughs> and, but yeah it's super formative and uh i i just you know i'm i currently just wrote a middle grade horror book and the whole thing was just to be able to have a book at the scholastic book fair that could be like uh, what those Arl Stein books were for me. Yes, that's right. I didn't I didn't know if we could talk about that or not. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about it. I'm pretty sure. Uh, it's been formally announced, and we're just, like, waiting to do, like, a proper, like, here's the cover and the, the final title and everything announcement, um, which will hopefully be pretty soon. That is so fucking cool. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, I was approached by... Um, uh, Shelly Romero, who uh, was formerly with Scholastics, moved on, kind of bigger and better things. Uh, she reached out and was like, hey, want to do a kid's book? Because, like, your work out of nowhere over the last couple of years has just had this really fervent, like, really small kid audience pop up out of nowhere. I mean, I, I never had that in mind, but it's just super cool that kids really resonate with the monsters and stuff I, I make up. So she was like, this would be a good a good fit. And, uh, my yeah, my, like I said, my whole thing was just like, I got to have a book that'll be, like, on the, on the Scholastic Book there. That's... So cool. That's yeah. like a dream, man. That's like uh, truly an achievement. Yes. And yeah, that's 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 a really uh, good observation um, that kids just kids just love horror. They, they like monsters. Like yeah, they love like, it. The the absolute like ferocity that kids devoured stuff like the um oh what were those short horror stories? I forget SCP. I think. Oh yeah, you know yeah, that's still going. SCP. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. There's like ten thousand entries in that now. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's nuts. Uh, kids, kids love that. Kids love that. Kids love monsters. Kids love creepy pasta. Yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's. Like kids Five love Nights at Freddy's. Jesus. The new one is the new one's the back rooms. That's the one all the kids are are into these days. Oh I think. yeah. The back yeah, rooms. You're right. And, um, there's a couple other li- like liminal analog horror series that uh, I have not explored. Isn't Backroom like related to SCP? In no, some way? it started out as this, it's like its own separate 
separate thing. Oh. It's just SCP is kind of this uh, black hole that tries to suck out in <laughs> that, that isn't horror-related, uh, or isn't yeah, SCP-related, but is horror-related. It, gotcha. Everyone wants everything to be an SCP. Right, yeah. <laughs> is, the, is the problem. Which is cool and, and could be harmless, but the thing is that um, not a lot of people totally realize is that when something becomes an SCP, or is generally believed to be an SCP, it becomes Creative Commons, and you don't have the rights to it anymore. Uh, <laughs> I know. So, on one hand, very cool that it's this growing thing. On the other hand, it's kind of like this blob that's eating other horror uh, properties and making them SCP. It's so weird how the horror for kids or horror in general landscape, but especially for kids, I think, has changed yeah. with the internet. Because, for example, they would not have had access to in your stuff in the 90s. I would no, think yeah. it would be like a clearly defined not kid thing, you know, like, yeah, yeah. so that wouldn't even happen. But it's like now they just have constant, unlimited, unrestricted access to all kinds of shit. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just wild, I, you know. Yeah, as as a guy who, as a kid who, uh, had one issue of White Dwarf magazine and just looked at it forever because <laughs> it had a bunch of goblins in it. <laughs> it's like hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you have unlimited goblins. Uh, I can have all the goblins I want, <laughs> uh, for better or worse. <laughs> Maybe too many goblins. Got to be aware of that Slenderman goblin. That, uh, that one's a bad one. Yeah, Man, no, that's a that. whole. Can't that's a that. whole. Uh, hopefully, history will. Won't re repeat itself scenario there. Yeah. Oh, Make God. Rest in peace. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Yes. Don't even, yeah. Woo -hoo, Let's woo -hoo. not invoke that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how about this book, huh? <laughs> how about this book's cover yeah. by Tim Jacobus? It's so good. All of his covers are so good. It's so great. This one is, a, I think, a classic. I think this is a classic cover. I'm torn on this cover because I think it's a classic. And it's it's obviously, I love Tim J Jacobus, his work. Uh, but it's also just kind of like a fat guy. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> you're, you're missing the wonderful facial expression of one Lucy dark in the background. Oh yeah. It's pretty good. It's so <laughs> check the podcast art. It's uh, her face is just incredible. Yeah. He, uh, you, if you haven't seen, he did do the modeling for this <laughs> cover. Oh really? I just posted, I just <laughs> oh my God. That should have been the cover. So so, <laughs> God. so good yeah that's that's incredible but to spoil uh you know like trevor you were you're mentioning yeah i was gonna i was gonna ask like what what's our level of spoiling spoilage here are we gonna reveal it as it goes or i think we're safe really i mean okay. I, yeah. I mean we're <laughs> you can pretty we talked a lot about slappy not being the monster in night of living w1 at this point oh okay. you can yeah. say whatever you want well i was gonna say that like literally the the first paragraph of i think the second page it was like oh yeah she's a monster it's like the a twist at the end whether that's a residual memory from when i read it like 25 years ago or something but or or it's just uh it popped out but yeah it's very lucy dark yeah it's lucy very, dark is a yeah. yeah 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 and lots of description like her black eyes on her pale skin and uh, like all this yeah it's been they're setting it up i can tell a lot of descriptions of black hair in this yeah but i w i was gonna say uh, uh trevor you mentioned uh, that you know, it's basically a fat guy on the cover. Yeah. Yep. Um, that that is kind of a hint of how much fat shaming is going to be in this book. Yay! Yeah. Yay! Stein's favorite. Mormon innocent of all charges. All charges. <laughs> this man did nothing wrong. He literally, literally, I like, I think he chased did nothing him. wrong. He gets no. He gets no. You got okay. I cannot disagree more. He 
Oh, do we want to? Let's let, save it. Let's let, save let, it. Let, let, let's let, go let, into let, let's let go. Me, I'll just quickly. Yeah. I'll wrap up this cover real quick. <laughs> so okay. it's a big. It's a big guy. <laughs> He's eyeing a fly. Uh, with bedroom eyes. Um, and uh, he's holding it in his big old hand. He's got a jar of turtles. And he's in a very purple library, and he's being watched by an aghast child standing in a blood red door. I think it's who very notably has blonde hair. Uh, yes. Very, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> also, what is what is Mortman? What is that hat he's wearing? Is that yeah, like he's, a, oh, like a, he's got like a poker like a visor. visor? Yeah. It's yeah. a little poker visor. Yeah. What the hell? He's not wearing that in the um. He's not wearing that in the book or the show, I don't think. No. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I didn't see that. Yeah. But oh, one thing we all know is that she's got the monster of all <laughs> problems. It's a pretty good tagline. Yeah. I think it's pretty solid. It's better than most <laughs> of the ones uh, that we've come across so far. Yeah. Speaking of better better than most, uh, this cover, I'll tell you one thing that is better than the UK cover, which I'm going oh, to post no. oh, now. I'm excited. Uh, oh, no. Oof. Wow. <laughs> Oof. Uh. Uh, for the listeners at home. Yeah. See, I kind of like this. I'm going to be the odd one out here. I think this is better. <laughs> I. It's completely misleading, but it's like yeah, no. interesting. So it's just like the Night of Living Dummy one, which is a. Yes. Well, this one, it's a, it's a girl's head inside of an ooze bath. Uh, <laughs> but she's surrounded by books, which really makes it seem like the monster is reading. <laughs> like, yeah. That's. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, also, her hair is not not black. The, no, the, no one the gets one that. The one notable, the one thing they described about her. Zero covers get that. Yeah, <laughs> this is gonna let you know yeah. now. Uh, I, I just, I don't know what this book, what this says. I mean, I guess there is a library in it. So also, uh, for the listener to conjure a a visceral like sort of image in your mind, uh, the the goop that is surrounding. Uh, Lucy is looks like melted peach rings. It's it, yeah, it, it's it's a bunch of melted peach rings, but it's also <laughs> the it, it reminds me of the slime from what was it, Goosebumps Two? Uh, or I'm I sorry, not Goosebumps, oh no, it's Ghost, no, Ghostbusters, uh, Ghostbusters Two. Uh, yeah, I, I got yeah. my <laughs> I got that confused. There's also slime in the Ghostbusters Ghost uh, Ghost Goosebumps movie. Sorry, there's a big slime at the end of that too. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. There, yeah, there has to be. Yeah, I'm so excited to get to that one. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, here is for the record. I think this is the best French cover we've had. This is like that bar is so low. <laughs> the, wow. I know the bar is low, but I think that kicks ass. Like, that rocks. Oh, I love that. Oh my god. Ah. It, it also emphasizes why we must uh, convict um, Mortman <laughs> because of turtle death. I love. So it's just Mortman uh, with like his eyes crawling out of his skull, and he's got like a shark mouth. It's literally the Jaws poster for one thing. So like, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's half the Jaws poster, but they gave Jaws googly eyes in a suit, and he's eating a turtle. Uh, I think it's very creepy looking. It is. It be, is. I think that's an effective cover. That's very good. I have I have a final one. Hold on, sorry. I love the red popping on the black and white. Yeah. And then... There's some subtle tones, and then the rainbow sort of like gradient around the outside really yeah. makes the makes it pop. Um, I like that. I've never seen that. The Japanese Goosebumps covers are out of control. They're, They're so always. good. Uh, this one did not get a Japanese uh, uh, translation. What? So Bullshit. we don't have that. But let me hit you with this. This is pretty out of control. This is the Indonesian cover. Oh, the Indonesian covers are pretty good, too. Oh, this is going to be good. 
Hey. Well, that's pretty good. Whoa. It's not great quality, but like, uh, I really like this thing. <laughs> that just that just clicked. It, I was like, what am I looking at for a second? But that is very good. Yeah, this cover reminds me of like the the poster for uh, Cabin of Dr. Caligari for some reason. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I can see it. It's really bold. They went with like the cum font for Goosebumps. On this <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, Indonesia loves the cum font. Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's something about the Goosebumps with the, the, the goopiness and it being white. White is just yeah. Come on, guys. They did this with Monster Blood as well. It's very cum oriented, <laughs> unrelated to cum. This cover depicts uh, a shadowy silhouette of uh, Mortman eating a fly with like a really long tentacle tongue and like yes. tentacle hands. And in his like within his shadow is Lucy Dark with black hair. <gasps> yeah, finally taking the photo. Uh, I think this is really cool. Look it up, listeners. It's, I think this is the best one, personally. This is the winner for me. Not of all the Goosebumps books, definitely. No, but, no, of, the, of this But book. of this batch? Yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, the, yeah, I'm right there with you. I like the French one, the goofy slash, like, legitimately kind of eerie imagery there. That's the runner-up for me. I think yeah. it's a solid cover. Yeah. Whereas the Indonesian one is just purely, like, very stylish. It's very good. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, lovely. All righty. Do we want to go ahead and dive into chapter summaries or? Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready whenever you are. I think I got the first eight, so I will, I'll start here. Um, yes, you're in the lead. Okay, cool. Um, so I really like the start, actually, because I think it starts with uh, Lucy Dark talking about how she loves to scare the shit out of her brother. Mm -hmm. He's a total scaredy pants, and uh, she loves making up monsters, which is going to come to bite her in the butt later. Uh and she tells the story about a, a toe eater, which is yes, actually like yes. a pretty goddamn cool monster. Because I love, yeah. it's all about this this monster that can camouflage in any 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 surface and lives in like suburban areas, which I obviously vibed with. <laughs> but I love the idea of like uh, a predator blending in with like manicured suburban lawns. That's really cool. And then she does a really good joke, a really good jape about having her toes bitten off when actually she's just buried her toes in the dirt and then her brother freaks out. Um, and then, you know, we get the, the, the first of at least a few uh, cliffhangers that are just completely lazily walked back. It's it's really good. Uh, where, where he's like, oh, her toes were missing. Oh, no, they weren't. <laughs> Uh, I see you are a fan of Goosebumps. <laughs> That's yeah. That is a uh, an R.L. Stein staple. Uh, you, you can just feel the the lack of giving a shit uh, behind yes. the, the typewriter. You can feel Bob keeping it jovial. Yeah, this is the first. I don't know if I've established this. The first Goosebumps I've actually read in like whew, since I was fifteen, and I'm thirty six now. Shit. So it's a kind of a reintroduction to old Bob's work here. Uh, I mean, this is the, the 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 first chapter cliffhanger is a staple. Yes. 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 He does it. He does it again. At he, uh, the second chapter uh, <laughs> is is the first chapter again, <laughs> where now another kid walks up. Aaron, who sucks. He's just annoying. And he sucks. sucks. Aaron sucks. <laughs> he just sucks. That away right now. That guy sucks. <laughs> totally sucks. sucks. He shows up after the brother ran off, and now she's like, oh, I'll just do the same. We'll do it again. And then he's like, there's a monster in the tree. So she does a whole shtick with that, with a, with a, with a broom handle. And then the chapter ends with the monster falling on Aaron, and she's like, a monster fell in his lap. And the next chapter's like, actually, it was a twig. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I wrote Aaron sucks again at the end of that. Uh, <laughs> Aaron sucks summer. absolute shit. May I, may I add? May I interject yes, yeah, here? please, uh, some, yeah. 
So I would like to note, uh, so we've, we've revealed the, the, the twist early on here, which is that mm-hmm. Lucy herself is a monster. Yeah. But I do think it, it's so abundantly clear that she's not a normal kid. Yeah. Because like, one. She's a weirdo. Yeah, <laughs> her name is Lucy Dark. That's a Goosebumps <laughs> first. Yeah. Uh, no, everyone's had like normal names. And I don't even think anyone's gotten a last name. <laughs> That's weird. And then uh, she and her brother are like, they both have big black eyes. They both have pale white skin. They both have dark hair. They both like, yeah, she says that uh, her teeth don't stick out as much as her brother when she smiles. But uh, interesting to note that <laughs> like, it's just like, okay. All right, RL. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. so we get it. Yeah, we get it. We get it. I too am in love with the toe biter. I think that was uh, like masterful story craft there. Yeah. From, from like, that's dope as hell. No, it's le- legitimately good. Yeah. Like, legit solid. Yeah. Like, it, it really plays with, like, any anyone who's ever, like, had their feet dangling over a bed and yeah. then just, like, got suddenly this fear that something from under there was going to come up and grab your your foot. You just kind of put your foot back on the bed. Like, yeah, that's I love that. I love the idea of, yeah, something eating your toes. Yeah. All the monster stuff in this actually is actually, like on its own extremely cool agree i love that she's just like yeah randy's a dumbass he's like so <laughs> easy to scare you can just tell him fucking anything and this kid will believe it like <laughs> yeah i'm surprised we we jumped on the air and sucks train which is a good train it's a it's a <laughs> it's very true. sturdy train it, the tracks are very you know, well <laughs> they'll carry you but they'll carry you all the way yeah <laughs> of all of the people in this story randy Randy, holy fucking shit <laughs> Randy sucks so fucking much. <laughs> He's not great. He's such a shit. He's, not great, He's no. such a shit. It is really cool that the first like sentence is like, "My name is Lucy Dark. My brother's a dipshit. I love scaring the fuck." <laughs> 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 it's also uh, great that um uh, yeah th- this book this book starts with like a a uh, f- uh like a flash forward and then the rest of it is kind of remembering how Lucy got into this position which yeah is it some- does a it does a bit of the uh, let's get invisible thing yeah yeah, yeah. Where it's like yeah it doesn't happen all the time but I do appreciate when it happens because it really kind of helps kind of set- solid hook it's a solid hook yeah yeah but the next chapter is just you know setting up the library program and uh introducing Mortman and how like wet and round he is in every possible. Yeah. He he's so uh everything he touches leaves like wet, moist handprints on everything. And uh yeah, I, she already comes Lucy already comes off as a kind of a total asshole. I mean if the the stuff with her brother already wasn't there, uh this would clearly establish that she's kind of just kind of a judgmental so i think this is our youngest little brother yes that's actually what i was going to bring up he's six yeah he's six and guess how old uh lucy is oh big fat 12 years old oh you got (laughs) it how how did you guess before i even opened the book i knew Every single time. I knew that within the first paragraph, we were going to learn that she was 12 years old. <laughs> I didn't even expect Jovial Bob to even say her age. Like, we just know at this point. <laughs> we, we just assume. Real Goosebumps heads know. <laughs> Why deviate at this point? Exactly. You, you, you've established it. It is an interesting thing to make her, because usually the brother is like 10. Yeah. So, and but now we have like instead she's actively scaring a child, <laughs> which you have to think Arl Stein was putting a little bit of himself in here with this character. Like, oh yeah, easily, easily. He's done it before. Yeah, I mean, I related. I, I think she's relatable in the sense 
that if you're an awful child that <laughs> <laughs> upset with monsters, you just like constantly do it. And her brother's like the most the most uh, uh, susceptible to it possible. Like he's just waiting to just be terrified at every possible <laughs> how could she ever how could she ever resist exactly M- meanwhile Aaron doesn't care about anything no <laughs> like, it's it just sucks it's classic uh, Dennis the Menace type sort of uh, I don't even know why she tried I don't even know why she <laughs> did it like <laughs> I kind of get the impression that it's her go-to social interaction with everyone that's fair no matter what uh, everyone seems really exhausted yeah I relate to that which Makes sense if, uh, yeah, considering the ending and yeah. The, oh, like, yeah, of course. Yeah, that would make sense. Though you think she'd be a little more closed mouthed about the whole monster thing. Yeah, personally. you know what? I honestly, so let's just get this out right now and then we'll go to chapter three and that's fine. But like, I just got to say it right now. I don't know that, I don't know if R.L. Stein himself had grappled with the implication of the twist ending of this book <laughs> when he began writing it. I was going to bring that up. I don't think none of, none of it tracks uh, at all. Um, especially the parent stuff. It feels so out of left field. It does. It really does. Um, <laughs> it feels like you went back and like changed her name to be slightly sinister and changed her description to be like slightly weird, maybe. Uh, and then he's like, oh, yeah, it'll work. I mean, and it did. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it did. It, it's definitely memorable. But this definitely, yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with you, Mario. This this ending felt more like this is a this is an idea that Arlstein had in his back pocket <laughs> for when he couldn't figure out how to end yes. one of these. It was just like, uh, fuck it. Everybody's a monster. <laughs> and here's the thing. He's going to do this again. Not I, the I last. Oh, yes. Not the last. Oh, yes. Not the last time. Off the top of my head is one with uh, Vampire Breath, I think. Something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Vampire Breath is one of them. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, the, the the one on the, the ghost on the beach one is also. Ghost a, Beach. Yes. <laughs> if I remember correctly, Welcome to Camp Nightmare. That it's one. Okay. Book. That one is way cooler and better. It's, <laughs> not, it's so okay. good. I when agree. I, it's a better version of this. Oh, it's so good. I, I Whenever I think of M. Night Shyamalan, I think of that like book. I, I, my brain is broken in that way where it's just like <laughs> every single twist ending that could ever happen. I I just immediately think, oh, it, it's like uh, a welcome to Camp Nightmare. It's actually it's 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 even better than that because uh, uh, Bob was reaching for the for the the classics with that one. That's a that's a Matheson twist. From one of his short stories, I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, there's uh, yeah. a story with these these people like planning to go to another planet, like to fleeing a planet, and then you find out the fa- the planet they're going to is Earth. Yeah, yeah the whole it's time. A, it's, a twi- it's a it's a Twilight Zone episode as well. It's a which yeah. maybe adapted from the oh yeah story. It, it was. You're right. Yeah, yeah. That's where I remember that from. Cool, cool. Uh, but uh, so yes, as you were saying, so in chapter three, I- I'd like to note uh, this is where I think we learn the pathology of Lucy. Because she comes, so Randy runs in the house to tell the mom, his mom about the monster, right? Yeah. And the fucking first thing Lucy does is like, mom, don't be mad at me because I saw a real monster in the hedge earlier. <laughs> and I think that she's like the fucking Riddler. I think she can't, I think she can't stop. <laughs> you know? I think she could, she could commit the perfect crime, but she can't stop telling people monster stories. Yeah. This is like an origin story. for <laughs> Lucy Dark. <laughs> yeah, this is a future Batman villain, Lucy. Dark. <laughs> just telling a bunch of bullshit stories um i don't think we get any mention of her being a weird creep voyeur yet uh but that pops up like four times <laughs> quickly qu- very quickly <laughs> yeah the book is so cruel to mortman so 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 mortman is the is the library 
guy. I'm going to talk at length of why he's completely innocent later. Uh, turtle included. No! I agree. Turtle I agree. included. No. Sorry. Uh, so here's no. the thing. He's, he is doing a service to this community. He is. He's a flesh-eating monster, and he could be chowing down on kids, but instead, all he does is close the blinds in his fucking library and eat some turtles he got from the pet store. And encourages, encourages children to read. Yeah! <laughs> encourages reading. He completely is just this, like, recluse who is keeping himself separate from the community that he clearly enjoys and treasures uh, because he knows he's a danger. And he just, like, eats pet store turtles instead of murdering children. And then this little girl shows up and is like, fuck this dude. I hate him because he's <laughs> In <bad>. particular. <laughs> and that, yeah, I mean, and then it just goes from there. It's horrible. Uh, were you going to mention anything about the Reading Rangers? A little, um, no, this, I have the least amount written down for this chapter. I just say <laughs> that she goes to the library program. Uh, she does a really half-assed job reading books, um, to get stars, to get another book. Yes, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. um, and then, though there's a great line that I think is only in the TV episode where... Because in the book, she, she's not reading Black Beauty in the TV episode. Yes, she's right, like, right, yeah, right, 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 yes, right. Yes, no, Black yes. Beauty. And she's like, oh, I wish the horse had two heads and fangs. And Mormons is like, I'm also just, fair. Sure. But he's obviously heard it like 12 million times by now. He's so done. He's so done with Lucy. Do you remember the book that uh, she was reading in the book? It was, I know she trades up for Frankenstein. It was um, not Anne of Green Gables. He recommends that one. That's later. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that, little, that yeah. was later. It's oh. Huckleberry Finn. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. I wonder why they changed that. I wonder mm. why. Yeah, we'll never know. So <laughs> I got to tell you, now he is doing a service in getting kids to read. The Reading Rangers is like uh, the standard, if you read enough books in the summer, you'll get a pizza thing. You know, like that rocks. Yeah. everybody, every library did that. That yep, yeah. ruined my love of reading. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, I got to tell you. I think he's half-assing it a little bit. Because oh, he is. No, he, he barely presses her on it. <laughs> yeah. Lucy shows up and has read four chapters of Huck Finn. Fair enough, Lucy. And she's just like, <laughs> and he's like, what did you what did you like about it? And he, she said, I like the description <laughs> on the back of the book. And that's like, okay, gold star. Fuck. Yeah, that's true. You know, he's obviously been worn down uh, by the time <laughs> by like the, the pure apathy of the peep, the kids he has to engage with. He's <laughs> the man only needs his bugs and critters. Yeah. That's all he gives a shit about. Yeah. Everything else is just means to an end <laughs> to eat a turtle or two. I kind of thought in the beginning that he was doing kind of a Renfield thing where he's going to feed the flies yeah. the turtle and then he's going to like make a dog eat the turtle and then yeah. <laughs> keep it, keep going up the chain, um, which would have been interesting, but no, he just eats turtles sometimes. And uh, sometimes, if I was going to eat bugs, flies would not be my choice. It seems like they're not um, uh, not a very uh, economical nutritive substance. And you just open that jar; they're going to go everywhere. Yeah, exactly. They're just they're just going to escape. They're just going to get all over the place. Get some crickets, man. So to, to to contextualize, so Lucy does her dumb thing where she doesn't read the fucking book and gets a gold star anyway. Yeah, uh, and 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 fucking boomers complain about participation trophies. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? Because <laughs> um so and but like so she so she brought her blades her roller blades yeah yeah uh, to the library but she she uh forgets them has to go back in uh and uh when she does she discovers that yes mormon is feeding some turtles some flies and then did you uh, we should also know yeah so Mormon's super gross he's wet 
<laughs> he's he's wet, wet and and bald and and fat as and fat. Say. And you should Lots also times. note that he's fat. Wait, how did you guys? How could you guys tell that he was fat? I didn't. I didn't, I didn't tell. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I didn't keep no. track of how many times they referenced it, but I literally <laughs> looked at the page and saw he held it in his pudgy fingers <laughs> and uh, put a, a please smile on his pale, flabby face. Yeah, he he questioned what was happening and rubbed one of his many chins. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. What Lord. the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ! God damn it. So then she sees, she stays behind and he uh, sees him kind of monster out, which is like very cool, actually. It could have been just like, oh, he grows fangs and claws and stuff and eats, eats some bugs. But what it is, is a very like, almost like horror manga yeah. kind of monster transformation where his head swells up like a big, like air balloon and a, his eyes pop out. Yeah. It's just like this really surreal kind of like imagery. I loved this. They don't even mention that he has fangs or anything, I don't think. They just say he has this yawning void of a mouth and he's like... <laughs> pool ball sized eyeballs that kind of bulge out and move independently. It's really grotesque. And like bulge out on stalks. And yeah, and, and at one point later on, they, des- uh, they she describes his mouth as a capital O. Yeah. It's yeah. just like in a, yaw- uh, yeah, like a, an open void. It's very, every time they described his transformation, I thought of, you remember in John Carpenter's The Thing, when the head of the, uh, the thing falls off after mm. it's been set on fire. Yeah, yeah. And it grows stalks and then little eyes and crawls around. Yeah, totally. That imagery is in my head when, it's, whenever they it, describe it's it. It's giving me, um, it's giving me end of Night of Living Dummy energy where like, uh, ba- Joey Bob is not afraid to be really gross for a second. Yeah. Uh, and I like I like that. It would have been really easy to be like, he turns into a vampire or a werewolf or, um, yeah, yeah. or something. Yes. You know, the book would have functioned exactly the same, but he like, you can see him come to life a little bit. You can see him come to life a little bit. It's great. There's a hint of joy in this description. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, Lucy sees this happen and then uh, as is, as becomes a trend very quickly, does a terrible job hiding that she's there. She just kind of like <sighs> books it out. Uh, doesn't even try and sneak out or anything. Just runs out and slams the door. <laughs> yeah. Leaves all her shit behind. Leaves uh, her rollerblades or whatever. Uh, also, you you mentioned her being a creepy voyeur, and this does have the um... yeah. She's like, I love watching people when they don't know that I'm seeing them. And yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> I like spying on people. <laughs> I like spying on people. It's like this is our hero. This weird creep. <laughs> I mean, kids kids are like that sometimes, but I don't know. I don't know if I would have been on board if I read that when I read that as a kid. Maybe it's her natural predator instincts that she is. Ah. She's inclined to watch people because she wants to eat them. It's uh, it's Mr. Stein's forty chess towards the twist for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What what else do we got? And then she goes back home and then tries. Then we get. I think it's a very short chapter with her parents. Uh, trying to convince them that uh, there's a monster and this librarian and uh, a really interesting little moment where dad's making meatballs yes! uh, that stood out to me. I also like big, big meatballs. Lucy's dad. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Why do you want those little, why do you want tiny meat? You want a big Italian meatball. Yeah. Put some meat on that meatball. Come on. Yeah. Now. Put some meat on that meatball. Exactly. Yeah. She tries. So she, first of all, she gaslights herself by <laughs> saying it's like, a, it's like a trick of the light. Yeah. Fucking yeah. Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It was it the shadows made it look like his head swelled four times bigger, and then his eyes popped out, and then he ate a bug. I love how quickly she jumps to the to one of the possible explanations for it that she's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I think she, um, unless I'm missing something, almost immediately 
Dis- oh, it cuts to a week later, and then she's going to go back. Reading Rangers. To the Reading Rangers, yeah. And then she does some uh, great interrogation <laughs> uh, where she's like, Mr. Morton, what do you think about monsters? Do you think there are real monsters, Mr. Morton? He handles it well. <laughs> he I does. Mean, he play- it's like water off a duck's back to him. This is like It's because he just wants to be left alone. He doesn't, he's not, <laughs> he could have taken this kid out uh, at any point. Uh, after finding out that she saw him, he's hoping she'll just drop it or get distracted by something else. Um, he clearly knows that she knows immediately. So I love that uh, he goes. For... So first of all, I just want to note, man, it must have been. Uh, she didn't read Frankenstein, obviously. No, not at all. She fin- I don't Wait, think she finished she, it. She read uh, like half of it. I think. Yes, yeah, she read half of it because yeah. there's uh, a monster so, in it. Yeah, but man, it must have been really disappointing when she got to the part where Frankenstein turns into like kind of not a very exciting book. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't read Frankenstein, but it's a lot of like really florid descriptions of like uh, fields of flowers and stuff, right? Yep, Mm -hmm. is my Mm -hmm. is my understanding. I've heard Dracula is a lot more um, uh, exciting. Lucy just goes to Mortman and is like, "I'm not a fan of flowery prose," (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but he follows up with fucking Anne of Green Gable. (laughs) Yeah, what the fuck was that? That's his next suggestion. He's a, he's a lover of the classics, I guess. <laughs> I just like, man, you listen, this kid has every word out of her fucking mouth is monsters. You've got to have a copy of Beowulf or something in your library. <laughs> or even like War of, the, War of the Worlds or the Time Machine or something. Time Machine. Would be great. I, I mean, hell, just give her one of those like famous monsters books. Like, fuck, it, what are we doing? Like, uh, you know how you had all those like scholastic books on like the Bermuda triangle and shit I oh yeah those yes. are great yeah absolutely like any of those would have worked um but it just ties into the fact that obviously he's been you know desperately trying to be the outreach to the the city's youth yeah he's trying to do good i mean you know you for know. so long and there's been such an apathy that he's become like completely uh disillusioned about it and he's just walking trudging through his days waiting to eat flies that's all he can think about <laughs> I love this. I love what you guys are doing with this, like rewriting history specifically to make hey, Mortman, like it's in the text. It's not character. even subtext. That's textual. That's textual. <laughs> it's right there. It's it's all about uh, uh, this beleaguered man with an affliction <laughs> trying to trying to lead a quiet life and being dragged out into the in the light by this. Well, boy. being violently murdered. <laughs> yeah, and then he gets murdered. He's the the only thing this guy does. The only thing the villain in quotations does in this book mm-hmm. is eat is eat a turtle. No, everything else. No. Okay, what what else does he do? He locks a fucking uh, Lucy in the room with him, and then says, "Hey, I'm gonna fucking kill you." Okay, yeah, so f- she puts him in be, a corner. <laughs> let's be let's be straight up. First of all, first of all, the first time. He didn't even know she was there. This is the chapter we're currently on. He true, just, true. She's like, I'm going to continue spying on this man who's done nothing to, to harm me. Which is and fucked, so, yeah. <laughs> and so she fucking hides in there for for hours. <laughs> she hides in this library <laughs> waiting for this man to turn into a monster again in his private time. And like, just as a aside, it is described and she it, it her waiting for hours is so fucking funny. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's a weird fuck. <laughs> <laughs> she describes her legs as being completely asleep and it's hard for her to get out of the position that she's in just because her body has like fatigued in the time that she was waiting which is yeah. like yeah. Wh- what fucking dedication like what why for what purpose anyway she's such a like harriet the spy yeah. style asshole she's just sucks. yeah <laughs> nobody yeah. likes her yep um <laughs> And then she so, yeah so 
Oh, sorry, go on. <laughs> so, yeah, so she, the, the locking in, yeah, she freaks out. She's like, oh, my God, he's locked me in. Yeah, because he's closing the library. Yeah. You, like, the library needs no. to be open forever. He, turn, he turns the lights no, on. No, no. It's private time. We'll, we'll get to it. I, I won't. I won't. We're, we still have a ways to go because I'm not talking about when he locked the door in this chapter. Well, that's going to be in uh, your section anyway, right? So you're. No, that's, it, I think that's mine? in yours. Okay, yeah, well, I'm I have sure no problem with it. So that's the bias. Yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the very end of my section is when that happens. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, then I think she goes back to the library to get evidence, but just like it's really unclear because she she says she wants to get evidence, but then takes no means to do that. She just goes to see it again because she thinks she misremembered or forgot her or didn't didn't see it right. So this will prove it to everyone when she just is going to see it again alone in a dark library. It does. Yep. It's very stupid. Yep. She's very dumb. I just like that as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she goes she goes to the library. She stays there for hours in this cobwebby, shitty little like uh, space in the shelves, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, then he transforms again. And uh, it's just uh, she's just uh, inter- interrogating this man. It's terrible. It's awful. Yeah, he eats a turtle. This is when he eats a turtle. Which he eats a turtle. Like, all right. All right. I mean, no, yeah. I'm just saying you got to eat. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. What did a turtle ever do to Eddie? The turtle, maybe turtle do nothing. But like, just you gotta, you gotta stack these things next to each other. He's a flesh-eating monster. He's trying not to kill people. You gotta, it's gotta go somewhere, I guess. When a shark eats a turtle, are we mad? Are we mad? The shark ate the turtle. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, you know, if I was on your side uh, and pro turtle death, um, <laughs> I would also say, hey, what's the difference between a human eating a cow? You That's know? what yeah. I'm saying. That's what I'm like, saying. I'm just, exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Uh, I, I mean, it's a turtle and I love turtles. And uh, to I, clarify, I'm, I'm not pro turtle death. I'm pro. <laughs> I'm pro not the kids getting eaten. So it happens. Has to yes. be something else. Sure. Yes. yes. I think that's right. fair. Yeah. I, I'm that, not. That I'm fair. not yes. bloodthirsty for turtle death. No. I'm I like, just... Yeah. <laughs> Stick it to the turtle, Stein. <laughs> <laughs> They've had it easy for too long. Yeah. <laughs> RL's tied out here with his uh, anti-turtle <laughs> fat people. One of the one of the weirds that just kept popping up, like like every <laughs> more and more in each book, like just more and more turtles just got their got got. <laughs> <laughs> R.L. Stein doesn't like fat people, the deaf, and turtles. Those are the yes. three things he can't stand. Um, uh, oh, absolutely yeah. can't do it. I, I don't want to skip. There's a really weird little moment where where Aaron goes into describing his weird one-person frisbee for like a fair yes! half an hour. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> so, I tried to look that up. What the fuck is I that? I did too. I did too. <laughs> it doesn't exist, right? It's total, it's total bullshit, right? It has to be. It's so weird. It's, I think it's got to be a nerf thing. It's got to be something R.L. Stein saw on an infomercial. <laughs> I, I, yeah. That's what I thought, but I looked it up. I couldn't find a damn thing. The closest thing I found was the the pet the the like um the the rope frisbees for pets. But that's it. Like it, that, it doesn't. It's not the same thing at all. No. It's so weird that it's like like a full like little paragraph like where he's like, "No, Lucy, let me explain it to you. Here is exactly <laughs> how this uh, one person frisbee game works." And she's like, "Which, oh, by the way, not- is the the saddest fucking thing I've ever heard." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sucks. And she's like, oh, "Okay, <laughs> back back to the library." <laughs> <laughs> I had to buy a frisbee for one person because nobody talks with me. <laughs> it's so lonely. <laughs> Aaron in the TV episode is so much uh, better yes. in every possible way than the little they give Aaron in the book. He, they give him significantly so, improved. They give him so little and it's all terrible. I hate him. 
Yeah, like in the book, he's got one part where it's like he's he kind of redeems himself, but in the show, it's like he's got a major part in the ending, and I'm like, yeah, oh, hell yes. yeah, dude. Yeah, he almost gets fucking killed. We'll get there because I think that ending is better than the book ending. Oh, th there's so much, like especially how the parents realize. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, so yeah. We'll, we'll get there. But yeah, I was hoping that Aaron was playing with like a skip ball or something. Like the, you, you want to go with like nostalgic toys? Like give me, give me something like that. That it, it's perplexing. What was it called? Is it a skip ball? Is it like you have it on? Oh, your ankle? Oh, the one that the one that spins around your ankle. Yeah. Oh yeah. What is that called? He should have. He should have had some devil sticks going. That would have been good. Oh man. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah. Moon, moon shoes. Moon shoes. Oh moon <laughs> shoes. Fuck yeah. He would have been playing bop it. Oh fuck yeah. Lucy came upon Aaron who had just found a new slammer and was working with the, like. <laughs> Playing with some pogs. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I just remembered pogs. Pogs were so fucking cool. Fuck yes. God um, god but yeah. God. Anyway, my chapter ends with uh, Lucy uh, realizing that she's locked. She's locked in with uh, Mormon. Locked yeah. in. Locked in. That's her, her own fault, to be clear. <laughs> to, yeah, because she's really stupid. She is very stupid, <laughs> and that comes to a head in chapter nine. Chapter nine. Lucy is, quote, trapped like a rat or a turtle until she realizes how locks on doors work by locking from the inside and escapes Mr. Mortman's library. My note right there is, is God, wow, you're so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> she does a whole thing like, oh, we'll have to, uh, she has to see where the lock is a turn lock, but maybe if it's key, but she's like standing in front of the door <laughs> at the one she's deliberating this and trying to decide whether it, it is or isn't. It's absolutely fake tension, which, hey, you know. Goosebumps. Uh, yeah, a lot yeah, of that, turns goosebumps. out. <laughs> uh, seeing Aaron as uh, she's running home, Lucy tries to tell him about the cosmic horror she just witnessed, <laughs> but Aaron's attention is entirely focused on his weird solo Frisbee toy, which I'm not sure is even a thing. She tells him about Mr. Mortman eating a turtle, to which Aaron responds, Yum! <laughs> Getting nowhere, Lucy chides Aaron for being a terrible friend because he won't believe her despite having lied about this very topic tens, if not hundreds of times, and continues running home. Once she arrives, she tells uh, she uh, tries to tell her parents about what she just saw, which I'm sure will go over fine this time. <laughs> However, Lucy only finds Randy watching cartoons. Randy says that their parents went out grocery shopping. Lucy storms upstairs and discovers a brown, a big brown hairy monster on her bed. Whoa. <laughs> I, uh hate Aaron so fucking much. <laughs> it's the worst. It's the worst. Uh, like the part. That, so the part that really got me was uh, Lucy. Give me a break. I don't want to talk about monsters now. It's kind of babyish, you know, and I wrote in all caps die. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um Although I do think this is this is funny because like Lucy's like so freaked out and it's just like oh if it isn't the consequences of my actions <laughs> it's the it's the Gundam the I'm a genius I'm an idiot oh no <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh no exactly <laughs> oh god chapter ten never mind yep. it's some paper mache thing Randy made to scare Lucy who cares. Lucy tries to explain to Randy that Mr. Mortman is a monster. He eats flies and turtles, and she's totally for real, for real this time. Randy's having none of it and only wants to go back to watching his cartoons and looking up popular cartoons in 1993. I'm going to assume he's watching either Bonkers, Ooh. The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, or SWAT cats. <laughs> Actually, I take that back. Randy doesn't seem cool enough for any of those shows, so he's probably watching Veggie Tales or some shit. Yeah. Well, shit, Bob. There is a history lesson right here. You just gave us one. Please. Exactly. 
I have the, the wiki page open. I, I have only a couple more sentences for this chapter. I'll just keep okay, going. All right, all right. Suddenly, there's a knock on the door. It's Mr. Mortman. Oh, shit. An actual cliffhanger. Neat. So, yeah, I found the list of all of the animated TV shows that were on during 1993 to figure out what... Cowboys of Moon Mesa, for one. <laughs> they established in the first chapter that Randy's too scared to watch even, like, or, like, read superhero comics. He only reads Disney and Archie, so, like, nothing cool at all. Zero <laughs> chance he even touched Swat Cats. <laughs> no way no. in hell he touched Swat Cats, the so, Radical uh, Squadron. Uh, <laughs> I was just kidding around uh, in order to make light of the fact that VeggieTales premiered in 1993. Oh, but oh. turns out I uh, have a sixth sense for shitty characters and predicted that he most likely watched VeggieTales. And I'm probably right. Uh, you probably are right. He would be a VeggieTales kid. Uh, I Definitely. would just like to go back to note how fucking cool SWAT Cats was. <laughs> SWAT Cats <laughs> legitimately. I like, was obsessed with SWAT Cats. <laughs> the intro song is one of the hardest fucking intro songs for any cartoon Look it up. It's amazing. I might even play it a little bit of it right here. goes so fucking hard it's so good <laughs> I, I gotta look that up i missed this one completely oh my god so. trevor there is literally okay literally there is like a demon cat named dark cat who like yes. summons <laughs> literal demons from hell like uh <laughs> and they shit. fight them in a jet <laughs> wow okay all right uh, also, there is like a lizard cat. There's a time traveling evil sorcerer, yep. like necromancer cat. He's like a skeleton. Skeleton. Okay. And yeah, the the intro. I just watch the intro. You'll immediately get hooked. It's truly fucking magnificent. It's really amazing. I was over here in Canada watching the raccoons. I didn't. I didn't get any of this really good stuff. <laughs> I'm so fucking sorry. I'm so fucking sorry. I'm hey, that has that has an incredible theme song though. You should you should listen to that theme song too. This is the Evergreen Forest. Quiet, peaceful, serene. That is until Burt Raccoon wakes up. It's not quite as hard as that. Just looking at the uh, the uh, SWAT Cats wiki here. Oh my uh, god! To check and see if I can. What's the what's the name of the? Um, of the time traveling cat it's the past master past okay. master not a good cat pun but uh <laughs> so. uh but yeah the, so in addition to swat cats which fucking fantastic we've got two stupid dogs yes <laughs> we've got animaniacs oh yeah i mean that was hell yeah good. yeah biker mice from mars obviously obviously um double dragon Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I watched Double Dragon. Hell, yeah. Oh, my God. Mighty Max. Ooh. Holy shit. <laughs> Ooh. Y'all ever have those Mighty Max toys? Yes. Holy God. I, had, uh, man. I had the volcano. Uh, the volcano I set. did, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was good. I absolutely had one. Are you kidding oh me? <laughs> like, are so you kidding fun. me? Wow. Because it was like Polly Pocket. But monsters. Yeah. Yes. yes. Fuck. Problem Child. 
Oh my God, Rocco's Modern Life. Oh, oh that, my oh, God. God. Just, yeah, that was uh, every every time, every time, every time. Both the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic the Hedgehog TV, uh, which okay. Oh my God, that that Sonic the Hedgehog show, fucking hell. Not the Adventures, but the the other one. Uh, that that intro song also goes hard. Not quite as good as uh, SWAT Cats, but still fucking great. Just putting SWAT Cats pictures in the chat right now. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> oh my god, so fucking good. This looks really good. There was a show that premiered on TBS in 1993 called Super Secret Secret Squirrel. I oh, remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. 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 He looked yes. through his hat. He had holes in his hat that was pulled he down. He did. Oh, I remember that. That was, that was, well, he was a, oh. he's, a, he's a classic Hanna-Barbera, and they remade it in the 90s. Yes, yes. Okay, I, I actually remember that now. Uh, was Tim Curry the villain on uh, Mighty Max? Probably. Uh, let me look it up. Uh, do, do, do. Or was it um, the guy that voiced Shere Khan in the uh, animated Jungle Book uh, Tailspin? Oh, Tailspin. It was, Tim Curry. it was Tim Curry. It was Tim Curry. Don't, don't yep, Tim it was Tim Curry. Don't worry. Tim Curry. Yep, you're right. Tim Curry. There he is. Fantastic. Holy shit. Uh, blast from the past like all over the place right here oh they had david warner just put it out there david warner <laughs> david warner r.i.p r.i.p tales from the crypt keeper yeah that was my shit yes hell yeah theodore tugboat <laughs> no <laughs> that was a no from me <laughs> the adventures of blinky bill <laughs> what mm -hmm. what the fuck is the beano all-stars <laughs> <laughs> Direct to video. The, what the hell is the, this? I'm looking this up right now. The Beano All Stars. Yeah, that that doesn't exist. That's something you made up. <laughs> it's a, apparently it was in Britain. Well, Google it, all, all, Google auto completes it, so that's a little upsetting. Oh, <laughs> uh, this looks. It's like horrible. This looks hideous. Oh. This looks like the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Don't care for this at all. This is like uh, especially evil version of Dennis the Menace. Like especially evil. Ugh. Ugh. Let's, let's get on to something better with uh, the new adventures of Captain Planet. Yes. Yeah, that was a good one. Absolutely. Absolutely 100%. Yeah. Fucking hell yeah. Uh, the new adventures of Speed Racer. Okay. Don't recall that one. The Pink Panther. Yeah. I, okay. I watched a little of that. Terrible Thunder Lizards. Nope. Nope. No? Uh, yes, I did watch that. I did watch that. Yes. Okay, good, good. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> and then, obviously, VeggieTales. Obviously. Hmm. Uh, can we just talk about, again, this if you're a kid who loves monsters, Captain Planet, I, I was, like, obsessed with the, the villains of Captain Planet. I know that you're not supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> supposed to be bad. But, like, I thought they were so fucking cool. Duke, there was a guy named Duke Nukem. <laughs> do, you, do you remember the episode where the villain put, like, drugs in, in tacos and everyone turned into rat people? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Uh, the, the villain voiced by Jeff Goldblum, you mean? Yes. Holy shit, really? Wow. Yes. The Rat Man was voiced by uh, Jeff Goldblum, yes. I can't pull myself together. What am I, a rat or a mouse? Incredible. Did you guys ever watch um, Inhumanoids? Because that had some cool monsters. No. That sounds so familiar. That sounds so familiar. And I'm going to look I never up. watched it, but like the monsters in it are dope. I'm going to try and I'll, I'll look them up. I'll, I'll post them in the... I'll post pictures. Uh, oh shit. shit! Yeah, right. Oh no, I I didn't watch the show, but I did have a couple of the toys. Exactly. The toys are and so humanoid, good. Humanoid. The toys are so fuck. This, this is like McFarlane shit before McFarlane was a thing. I think. Oh, I do know this. I yeah. do know this. God, they're so um, cool. I definitely had a toy of this for sure. No question. Yep, one hundred percent. That slime thing looks really familiar. Yeah, the tree monster, the tree monster with like the the yeah. like glowing green eyes. So yeah, good. I had one thousand percent. I had that. Yeah, yeah. I just like to know that in in Japan, you were fucking eating good because fucking um, 
Uh, the Irresponsible Captain Tyler came out in 1983, and that's a fucking great show. Um, <laughs> classic, excellent show. Everybody should watch it. It's on Crunchyroll. You can just watch it. It's good. Interesting. Um, Hell yeah. I actually, uh, I, I skipped over the popular anime shows, uh, which was on the same wiki link. But, uh, well, yeah. they wouldn't have been popular here, to be fair. So Randy would not have been watching them. True. Yeah, exactly. Like, and if he was, he wasn't hooked in like that. It's probably some Gundam shit. <laughs> the, well, well, Victory Gundam did come out in 93. So there you I, go. That was literally on the list. That's what I was referencing. <laughs> Let's do chapter 11. Chapter 11. Turns out Mr. Mordman found Lucy's backpack at the library and decided to return it. He asks Lucy if she stayed after their meeting, and Lucy says no. She's a fucking liar. <laughs> then she starts grilling him and asks why he's asking these questions. Turns out Mortman suspects that some kids were playing a prank on him to scare him. As Mortman leaves, Lucy's parents come back from shopping, and wouldn't you know, when Lucy tells them Mr. Mortman is a monster... They don't believe her. Hard to believe that. What the hell? What's going on here? Chapter 12, after failing to get her parents on her side yet again, Lucy realizes she needs someone to corroborate her story. So she calls Aaron, who immediately thinks the whole thing's dumb, mm -hmm. which I guess is better than Lucy's mom, who in the last chapter specifically called Lucy dumb. I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say. Lucy offers Aaron five whole dollars Woo! to hide out in the library after closing. Aaron agrees because five dollars is like a down payment on a house in today's money. Yep. But again, is that this whole thing is dumb real league of genius shit happening here just honestly just the best i really like uh there is a part in this area where she says um they ha that her parents had no, no reason not to believe aaron he was so serious no nonsense uh he was my he, he's her most serious nonsense friend and i was i wrote just a little aside this <laughs> is what writers in the early uh 1900s slash 1800s would call uh, your most unimaginative friend, <laughs> which is a weird thing they did a lot in horror stories <laughs> to make it seem like the monster is definitely real. <laughs> I also thought at this point, a little note, it's weird for Goosebumps to have a making up stories about monsters is bad moral. <laughs> yeah, that kind of, it's your bread and butter, Mr. Stein. What do you, what do you <laughs> yeah, RL. <laughs> don't want to bite the hand that feeds a little bit there. Yeah. <laughs> it's your sustaining career. <laughs> hey, kids, remember, don't come up with stories about monsters. Yeah. He's trying to knock out the competition at the, at the exactly. root. Exactly, exactly. Can't do it, can't do it. Yeah. Chapter 13. Lucy's fucking revved up to spy on Mortman <laughs> with Aaron. But when she goes to pick him up, his brother tells her he had an orthodontist appointment to get braces. What the Wh fuck, Aaron? That's a pretty big life moment. You remember this. <laughs> I remember when I got it because it was pain from then on. Like The pain didn't stop. Well, you know, what happened is that the they sprung it on him like a dog going to the vet. They just told him, <laughs> <laughs> told him it was going to the bar, oh, and then they pulled into the orthodontist parking lot. Uh, that's, that's the only possible way because yeah, if, if you, probably, you yeah. literally think about this for a month before you get braces. When you find that you're getting them every night you think oh man i gotta get braces in a month like yeah like, yeah oh god only option only option lucy who is so pissed off that she could quote kick a lot of rocks <laughs> yells to a non-present aaron quote i hope your braces really hurt and wow. they will <laughs> yeah lucy they hurt a lot they will don't worry <laughs> it's gonna suck shit. <laughs> if, if aaron gets that spacer Holy crap, oh. that shit is painful. Oh, man. Yeah. I only had a retainer. That's all I had to be subjected to. Oh, you were God. so lucky. God. I know. I know. <laughs> it, was, it, it was such a weird situation to every night have your father come into your room and, and be you. like, hey, buddy, um, 
I've, I'm going to have to hurt you. <laughs> just like to stick a metal rod in your mouth and fuck your mouth up for a while. Like uh. the, the spacer is at the top of your, the roof of your mouth. And what it does is it pushes your fucking teeth apart. And so how it does that, there's a little thing in there that it, like a spreader. And you, every night... A villain, a villain comes a into villain, your room. A, <laughs> a monster uh, comes into your room and turns it, which opens it, which then proceeds ah. to cause you to have immense pain for the rest of the night and also fuck up your sleep. Anyway. And the next day, also, uh, you said what it does is space your teeth out. Uh, what it does is provide a great uh, crevice for Sour Patch Kids to get caught in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when you're watching oh a movie. Oh, my God. Legitimately, like... <laughs> All of my time as a kid, I just constantly remember putting my tongue up to the roof of my mouth to pick all of the various gunk that had been caught up there. I still, to this day, I am, I am, I am an adult man, and I still have <laughs> dental cement on the back of one of my teeth from uh, where that fucking thing was. <laughs> God, that goddamn fucking horrible thing. Also, um, while we're on the top, I don't have this in my notes, but while we're on the topic of shit that fucked us up as kids, um, fuck Accutane, fuck that garbage. Oh yeah, no, I can join in with that one. That one, uh, yeah, that's not good. I mean, it worked. <laughs> it worked. But it, at a certain costs, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, costs that we're only just learning about now. And it's just yeah. like, what the? Yeah, I'm going guys... to have like a blue sunshine moment when I'm 46 because I took Accutane when I was 14. And it's going to activate <laughs> and I'm going to go crazy or something. You know the fucking, yeah, exactly. 100%. I'll be right there with you. But the worst thing for me was that it didn't even fucking work. It didn't oh, work. That's the worst. I was taking it, and for what fucking reason? At a certain point, I stopped taking it because it wasn't doing anything. And then my doctor fucking screams at me. Like, legitimately, when I'm in the fucking doctor's office, he's like, you need to not lie to me. You need to take your fucking medicine. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck is this? <laughs> anyway. Jesus H. Christ. Uh, yeah, I remember wanting to be on that for a long time in high school because I had tons of acne. And then, like, uh, somebody went on it and then flew a biplane into a building because it, yep. it yeah that did happen yeah i remember that because that's when i went into the uh, to the office and my doctor legitimately like before he was like getting really pissed off at me like i was saying so i guess it's a good thing you didn't take that huh <laughs> no yeah. he legitimately he he stopped like the, after that that happened he stopped talking about like he, he stopped uh, recommending that i take accutane all the time i never got on it because when i would have gotten on it it was after that happened or the knowledge that it had, you know, like psychiatric effects, uh, yeah. was known. And like, yeah. because of family history stuff, my mom was like, absolutely not. No fucking way. You're not fucking touching that. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Same exact scenario. I have like, uh, family stuff. So they were like, Oh, that's, you're not, you're not doing that. So I had, she's just like, you're, you're washing your fucking face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's what you're doing. <laughs> uh, eventually I did it break and go on it when I was in uh, first year university because nothing else worked at all in any way, shape, or form. And thank God that finally, finally did. And I thankfully to this day have not suffered any repercussions in that specific way uh yeah until the day of your manchurian candidate activation <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah when, <laughs> you know they can they'll say the catchphrase and i'll sleep or sell awake and, you know, exactly actually it's funny because both i and uh my wife have uh lasting effects from accutane for me it's uh chapped lips like oh. i don't know if you all remember but uh, one one of the thing, one of the side effects yeah. of Accutane was um, yeah, extremely dry lips, 
and so yep. they would recommend yep. you, you like balm them up and stuff but yeah mine never stopped and to this day like it yeah they get way more dry than they should isn't medicine cool medicine's, <laughs> medicine's great. great yeah i had that for like three months and then it, it went away thankfully uh but it also like made my hair really thin which is just super neat mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I heard about that yeah i heard about that yeah that that's yeah. actually rachel's um um side effect yeah yep. thinning hair Yep, yep. So yeah, great. Lovely. I'm glad they, uh, you know, a whole generation experimented on uh, gener- uh, a generation of kids. That was that was fantastic. Thanks, yeah. thanks, boomers. Thank you. Hey, thank you, 1993. <laughs> Back to Mr. Mortman and his antics. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, Lucy realizes she's had a camera this whole fucking time and could have made this book much shorter. <laughs> she grabs it and heads back to the library, once again hiding until after closing to catch Mr. Mortman turtle-handed. <laughs> now, now, Bob, did you know exactly what was going to happen when she got this camera? The moment that she got it. Are are you fucking kidding me? Are you are you shitting me, Mario? Are you fucking around with me right now? Of course I fucking knew. Who fucking wouldn't? <laughs> like, especially if you put yourself in the all right, let's let's just keep going. Chapter 14. It's after uh, closing. Uh, I want to interject one thing. One thing. Okay. Real quick. Sorry. Go for it. Uh in in th- there's gonna be very swiftly a bunch of um 1993 things but uh the fact that the library has microfiche machines in it yes is uh welcome to the 90s kids i bet there are people <laughs> listening to this podcast that don't know what those are oh <laughs> uh, and if you don't know what it is just imagine your favorite like uh mystery movie or like you know a classic would be like the, when the kids try to figure out what happened to the town and in, in it yeah yeah, you know, yeah. It, i think it was it chapter one like the the machine that you use that like makes that wonderful like sound and yes. then lets you look at like really like old anyone looking in one of those movies at old newspaper clippings that's a microfiche machine yeah uh, you use one in night in the woods yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yep yep love that uh, love that also uh at one point in this chapter um lucy as a narrator says um in a few minutes i hoped it would be feeding time period pause Monster Time, which I think would be a great podcast name. Chapter 14. It's after closing, and Lucy is very nervous. She might miss dinner for this, so it better be (laughs) worth it. Lucy realizes that her camera will make a noise when it takes a pic, but convinces herself as long as she gets one good one, (sighs) it'll be fine. Also, Mortman's humming should cover up whatever camera sounds happen when the pic is taken. Sure. Though what she's going to do about the camera flash seems like it must have slipped her mind because there's absolutely going to be a flash when she uses the camera. (laughs) We can all safely assume that this will happen. Then Mr. Mortman slips into his room and begins eating flies. Then some white moths from their jars. Lucy readies her camera and takes the shot. Oh, weird. No camera flash cliffhanger. That's that's odd. Yeah, that's a missed opportunity. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I don't understand why. Chapter 15, never mind, camera flash confirmed. <laughs> Seems like a mistake to not end the last chapter with the flash, but whatever. Lucy's got to get the fuck out of here pronto. Mortman, whose description just makes me think of the monster from John Carpenter's The Thing, we already talked about that, uh, gets blinded by the flash of Lucy's camera, allowing her some time to hide. As Mortman screams, who's there? And you won't get away, over and over, Lucy makes a break for the door and eats shit on a book cart, dropping the camera. <laughs> Chapter 16. Lucy scrambles to her feet and grabs her camera just as the phone call rings throughout the library, distracting Mortman long enough for Lucy to 
book it. <laughs> Insert laughter here. Lucy makes it home just as her dad. I like the. Uh. <laughs> Lucy makes it. I, there were multiple times where I wanted to put the the pun uh, uh, bookum in here, but I, I refrained. Lucy makes it home just as her dad pulls into the driveway, leading her to start hounding him like an insane person about going somewhere, <laughs> anywhere, to develop the photo she just took of Mortman. Lucy decides to not tell her father what the photo she wants developed is of which improved my opinion of her somewhat, at least until she immediately decides to go back on this decision and tells her parents she just took a picture of Mr. Mortman in monster form. Lucy pitches developing the photo at a one-hour photo at place at the mall, which also has a Chinese place. To the 90s. Welcome to the 90s. 90s. <laughs> we rent v videos to put in our VCRs and we develop our photos in one hour. 90s. <laughs> Lucy's mom calls up to Randy and tells him to get ready to go out for Chinese and Randy Randy says he doesn't like Chinese food who the fuck doesn't like Chinese food on top of that a little monster worst fucking insane on top of that Lucy's mom says to Randy quote I'll get you the plain lo mein noodles you like. Yes. Ugh. Plain lo mein noodles. The most six-year-old food choice you could, ugh. <laughs> Don't know why Lucy's so shocked about Mr. Mortman being a monster when she's been living with one for years. <laughs> How right you were. <laughs> How right I was. So we cut to the mall and we're absolutely assaulted with Randy being a weird idiot. <laughs> he complains his noodles taste funny, his spare ribs are too greasy, his soup's too hot, and he spills his water all over the table. I, I like <laughs> the, the soup's too hot. Okay, can you help? Like, like, <laughs> you uh, help? Let it sit for five yeah. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> if you just let events take their course, that's going to become better, Randy. Just hang in there. <laughs> <laughs> just, just literally chill. And uh, yeah, my last note in here about Randy is, what is with this weird child? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Anyways, Lucy understandably daydreams about proving everyone wrong with her photograph. <laughs> As the family starts leaving the restaurant, Randy nearly spills another glass of water all over the table. <laughs> what the fuck is with this child? Lucy rushes to the one-hour photo place to get her photo, which costs $14 to have developed. Which, holy shit. Holy shit, that's like three house down payments. Lucy tears into the photos, and when she finally gets to the photo of Mr. Mortman, she gasps. Uh, I, there's, I don't have a ton to say, except that, uh, man, the idea of eating dinner at a Chinese restaurant in a mall, a food court... Uh, while you wait for your one-hour photos to develop, or for being in a mall for any reason, is the most being a kid in the 90s thing I can think of. Hey, Mario, uh, you keep saying this word, uh, mall. What, what is that? <laughs> yeah, uh, well, a mall's a horrible place where old people walk <laughs> around. Um, <laughs> there are stores that sell you nothing of value. Um, uh, teenagers would sometimes spend a lot of time there doing absolutely fuck all uh, and there were uh food courts where they had uh, chinese food uh, that consisted of a meat in sugar sauce <laughs> it was great <laughs> we all loved it they were fantastic and now they're dead and honestly <laughs> we're probably better for it we're probably better for it but yeah that does it with my my uh chapter outlines um yeah, Mario, you wanna you wanna go ahead and uh I got this. I, I even I even wrote summaries. I even take did, us home. I did 
I got this. All right. All right. So, uh, chapter 17. Mr. Borman doesn't show up in photos because monsters follow vampire rules. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Lucy, yeah, okay. Buy it, sure, why not? I mean, fair enough. Uh, Lucy's Lucy's parents have decided she is going insane and forbid her from ever talking about Mr. Mortman again, which is going to be very difficult because she's still going to Reading Rangers. <laughs> the twist becomes harder and harder to rationalize as this. Yeah, right. Like yeah. this. Like uh, uh, we'll get there, but like at this point, it's really hard to believe that the twist was planned. It really doesn't feel like it now. Yeah. Yeah. Later, Mrs. Lucy forces Aaron to help her stalk Mr. Mortman uh, because he sort of ruined her life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is true. Together, they learn that stalking is hard. <laughs> Weird if true. They encounter dogs, shrubs, and Mr. Mor- Mr. Morton following good pedestrian uh, habits and looking both ways when crossing the street. Uh, and I wonder to myself if uh, R.L. Stein had to include that because <laughs> yes. he had a scene of someone crossing a street and Scholastic was like, oh, hey, man, <laughs> can you mention the look with face thing? There, I for- you just jogged my memory. I think we skimmed over it, but there was a specific part where uh, Jovial Bob goes out of his way to call out a big word. It's obsessed, I think. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And it was like, whoa, what's that big word? Hey, this is a great word if you ever need to um, to know what <laughs> situation to use the word obsessed in is. Uh, <laughs> it's It was weird. It felt like uh, that was the one moment where it was like, oh, man, I'm reading a kid's book. This is, yeah. this is like. Doesn't she say it's like a $5 word? It's a very old man phrase for it. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, like yes. Yeah, yes. that's great. Uh, <laughs> did you go to college for all that knowledge? Hmm. <laughs> Uh, college boy. Um, they follow Mortman home, and Lucy says, "Going uh, spying on him will be the easy part, ensuring that it won't be." <laughs> Aaron is panicking, but Lucy uh, has him help her look in the window anyway. Uh, Lucy uh, immediately comes face to face with Mortman. Yep. Hi, Mortman. How are you doing? Yes. Hello. Hi, Mortman. Uh, chapter eighteen. This one's shorter. Somehow, Mortman is unable to see Lucy through an aquarium. <laughs> is contains water, to be clear. <laughs> or hear her when she then crashes to the ground like an idiot. Lucy watches as Mortman changes and is disgusted as he eats fish and snails. You can handle you can, turtles, yeah. mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. not not snails. No, no. no. Snails is no, a bridge too far. All right, because she does not like people who are different. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Accurate. I, I mean, she just comes off as a really close-minded person. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. I'm. Uh, Lucy totally forgets that Aaron also needs to see the monster. <laughs> but Oops. She remembers he is gone. <laughs> oh shit. I mean, like literally, her entire plan hinges on a second person seeing the monster, and she spends fucking ten minutes watching this monster. <laughs> like, shouldn't Aaron have been the one to go yeah, up in the, the first, first one? Yeah, the first one. Like what? Yeah, literally. Yeah, you've already seen it. So many ways to have resolved this. Uh, She's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> She's a big idiot, yeah. Tiny little goofball. Chapter 19. Aaron was only going to get a ladder and is a bad communicator. <laughs> Before Lisey can show Aaron the monster, at the entire point of this trip, she falls off the wheelbarrow, making a noise that Mart- Mortman can actually hear, and also suffers internal bleeding. <laughs> Aaron runs away like a little bitch, <laughs> and Lucy attempts to run, but is... Uh, Grabbed by Mortman. Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Or an actual cliffhanger, I would note, at yeah. that point. Doesn't walk him back. Uh, Aaron's a bad friend. Yeah, bad person, <laughs> bad friend, 
Uh, bad, just bad in general. Just bad. Just bad in general. Yeah. Uh, next chapter. Lucy invents the flimsiest excuse possible to explain why she is here, but, <laughs> but Mormon seems to believe that she followed him home just to tell him that she'd be late tomorrow. <laughs> Mormon tells her uh, to use his phone to call her parents, but she refuses and runs away. Very convincing. This worked excellently. At this point, we're in a, a pretty thin territory of just like <laughs> yeah. thin territory until the ending, I think. Uh, yes. Uh, Lucy finds Aaron in a field where he is having a panic attack what? <laughs> and confirms that he did not see the monster. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. The whole goddamn point. Does he have brace? braces this time? Uh, you know what? I don't think it's actually mentioned if he has braces or not. It's just bullshit. He didn't want to go. He just made up some <laughs> bullshit excuse about an orthodontist. It's garbage. <laughs> I forgot entirely what he says about them, but if I were him, I'd definitely be talking about them incessantly. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd just be calling pain. I'm in pain. Pain, I'm in pain. I just I just cut my mouth by, like, talking to you, so this fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, of note, Hartman tells her that she, quote, shouldn't have come, hinting that maybe he does know that she knows that he knows that she knows that he knows that she knows. Oh, he definitely knows at this point. Oh, he knew. Oh yeah. He knows. Uh, next chapter. Lucy's mom forces her to go to the library, calling her a quitter and lazy. (laughs) Wow. It felt very mean. This felt like as mean as a parent can be to a child. Like I've had this conversation. I've gotten this lecture. It sucks. (laughs) Like it felt very real. Yeah, man. Flashback to not wanting to take piano lessons anymore. Lucy walks in the rain, getting totally soaked. It's not really important, but that is a thing that happens. Uh, you might think it mattered. It didn't. Um, nope. It's like, it's like half the chapter. Yep. It didn't matter. It does not. <laughs> Lucy feels safe because Mortman is very friendly, and there are others in the library. <laughs> However, they all leave. <laughs> is, yeah, the danger of that. Yeah. Uh, Mortman locks the door, revealing that he knows why Lucy was at his house. Hey, Mortman's bad. <laughs> Mortman bad confirmed. Listen, I don't think at this point we can assume that Mortman is going to eat Lucy or kill her. Uh, I yeah, what what if he's just going to explain his point? What if he's just going to exactly. explain this his is point a, of view? <sighs> you got me. Time for a conversation. This is a time yeah. for conversation. You got me. Yeah. This is a healing chapter. <laughs> the next chapter <laughs> should be a, a place of healing. <laughs> Inconclusive. 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 Uh, now, I do have here my summary of the next chapter. Mormon transform befo- transforms before her eyes and attacks her. But I could clarify that and say maybe she perceives it as being attacked. And he's just trying to give her a reassuring hug or something. <laughs> oh, Jovial Bob introducing kids to unreliable narrators at a very informative <laughs> age. Yeah. She smacks him with her backpack and attempts to run, but actually traps, traps herself in a corner like an idiot. <laughs> Oopsies. It's bad at this. We have two chapters left. So you, you know that Arl Steins has reached the point where he's like, oh shit, I gotta, I gotta end this book. We gotta wrap, <laughs> this, we gotta wrap this shit up. I gotta go. You could um, literally read between the lines here of R.L. Stein saying, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, uh, we can't go over 100 pages. We can't do that. Um, next chapter. Mormon has to stop attacking to clean up the the card catalog because he is a monster librarian. It, I, I, I wrote that down. I know that this is your chapter and these are your summaries, but I absolutely <laughs> wrote down chapter 23, quote, Mr. Mortman was a monster. But he was also a librarian. <laughs> it's just like vampire rules. Like when you scatter uh, when you scatter sand or salt, they got to count the grains. It's the same thing. They have to. I like the implication that librarians absolutely must clean up a card catalog. Yeah. <laughs> That's just a rule of them as a species. 
Yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a librarian first and a monster second. Uh, and I, I say, I'm sorry, because he's a monster librarian and not because R.L. Stein needed this book to end. Um, <laughs> Lucy, Lucy flees and is pursued by... <gasps> Aaron, oh. who was conveniently watching the whole time, but not helping. <laughs> Terrible. He was screaming in silence. In silence. Which also, like, okay, you were th- you were there? Why were you there? You f- What the fuck? Why? What the fuck? RL, come on. He's just there. It's fine. He needed to be there. There's one chapter left. Yeah, he, exactly. There's one. Ch- Why is he there? Because there's one chapter left. Yeah. <laughs> they tell Lucy's parents, who instantly believe someone who is not their child. <laughs> they just don't like Lucy, that's all. Exactly. Who, who would? Yeah. Uh, their, their solution... <laughs> is to invite him to dinner. What? <gasps> yeah, if this is like some real like, okay, again, we have to wrap this book up. I've got to get to the twist. I'm R.L. Stein writing this. <laughs> they invite him to dinner. Why <laughs> would they do that? <laughs> like, if you were like 12 years old reading this, your mind had to just like fall out from under you. And that's what like... <laughs> Wait, can you talk to monsters and ask them to <laughs> not eat you? Is that what we're doing? It's it's the the picture of Lisa with uh, Simpson with her eyes like really wide, <laughs> like it's like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Last chapter. Here we go. Last chapter. For some reason, <laughs> Mortman accepts the dinner invitation. Yeah, that seems not prudent on his his end I'd at say. all. No, <laughs> like, no. Oh, yeah, I just uh, definitely didn't try to murder this child, and her parents invited me to dinner. That's fine. <laughs> Everything goes normally for a time, although Lucy is very nervous and also very hungry. <laughs> Suddenly, Mom and Dad viciously murder and eat Mortman. <laughs> <laughs> Aw, you skipped over Mr. Mortman asking what's for dinner. <laughs> uh, I Yeah, I mean, well, so he does ask what's for dinner, and Mr. Dark says... Now, since you asked, you. You. You are. And Mr. Mormon says, what? Huh? And then he goes, no, it's you. <laughs> no, it's, it's... <laughs> um, it was It was you. Uh, Lucy and Ralph cannot eat Mr. Mortman as they don't have fangs yet. In what will become a uh, trend as Goosebumps continues, uh, as I'm sorry, it won't become a trend as Goosebumps twists get wilder. Uh, the Darks were monsters the whole time and had to eat Mortman because they cannot risk another monster in town, which raises a lot of questions about the uh, previous chapters in this book. <laughs> Later, Lucy tells Randy a scary librarian story. <gasps> wow. Which I, was, which I thought was funny. I think that was a funny ending. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. That's pretty good. Yeah. Hey, so question for y'all, now that we're done with it. Yeah. When they said fangs, there was no real description of the monsters that mom and dad turned into. No. Did you just assume like I did that they were like wolves or werewolves or something? I went vampire mentally, but yeah. Okay. I just thought they just grew, I just grew, grew fangs, looked the same. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. The, I think the reason why I did that is because it, the name of the book is The Girl Who Cried Monster, where the, the you right. know, which is a play uh, on the phrase, The Boy Who yeah. Cried Monster. It should have been wolves. That would have made more, that would have been uh, relevant. That would have been very good. Oh, very good. I do like that in the show, they turn into like full on snake people. Which yeah, uh, yeah. We're we're gonna get to that because it yeah. rules. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Uh, so uh, yeah, so like I think the biggest the biggest problem here is just that like in context, if you were having to kill any other monsters that come to town to hide your identity, and your daughter said the librarian is a monster, I saw him, and like repeatedly said it. Why would you not believe the her immediately? Like she's she's been lying so much about this. It's got to be like 
I guess they just... I, I mean... You'd want to check it out at least, though, right? You'd have to check it out. You'd have to check it out. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, okay, I'm Lucy's uh, parents. Then it's yeah. like, okay, I'm... No matter what, I'm going to side-eye um, the librarian. No matter what. Yes. But the worst thing here is fucking Aaron. Aaron at, at... Lucy at one point is so fucking distraught and so upset that she starts crying. Yes. And being like, why won't anyone believe me? If you're Aaron in that moment and you don't immediately go like, hey, yeah, no, let's figure out what's going on. I believe you. I believe you're you. a bad friend. You're bad. You're a bad friend. You're a shitty friend. Uh, also, uh, this raises a question, too. So Aaron now knows that monsters are real yeah. in this universe. Yes. And Lucy's parents cannot afford anyone finding out that monsters are real. Oh, yeah. He's, so his, his time is limited. <laughs> So, so next dinner it's Aaron, right? We can assume. If he doesn't, if he doesn't keep his mouth shut. You know, maybe we'll see. Maybe he's, maybe they're just gonna see whether he's gonna be a blabbermouth about it. But it's, he's 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 done for. It's also like, why is Randy afraid of monsters? If he is a mon, you know, it's just like yeah. a lot of this doesn't make sense. RL, <laughs> like, got, I, there's another way to kind of view this, and it's a really interesting idea um and that is you can kind of map being a monster to puberty at a certain point okay like the way that they're it, they know they're going to change later okay. oh, right. like yeah. i don't know i kind of had that i had that vibe at a certain point where it was I like i mean they they do get their fangs eventually like yeah. when they get older like it's not as clear cut as like you know um bat my what was it called my bat hair day or oh um my hairiest adventure my hairiest, my hairiest adventure. <laughs> adventure that's the one yeah it's not as like clear cut like metaphor is that but i don't know i kind i kind of had that read a little bit interesting interesting so yeah it would make sense for him to be afraid of it like you're a kid and you're afraid of like you know getting hair on your face or like hmm. s you start smelling or something I yeah don't, i don't know it tracks intriguing um, so I think the lesson here is bad and it doesn't work. <laughs> no, yeah, it does. <laughs> I think the lesson of you shouldn't tell lies, uh, it doesn't work in this context if the, no. the lies are a, uh, not only are true in this context, but have like, were true before the book started. And also you're a vicious man-eating monster. <laughs> I was just thinking that like the, the setup and, uh, uh you know, characters and, and way this book goes. Uh, just to have so many other messages that they could serve better than like don't tell stories about monsters. Yep. In in all kinds of, like there's stuff here that you could dig into and tell a story about. Um and being like don't make up stories is not what I would put at the top of that pile personally. It, it's not a thing I'd put in a scholastics children's book. No. Like holy no. <laughs> like, there's also the the dark undertone of this where it's kind of insinuating that, you know, oh the murder of um, the librarian whose name I just Im immediately Mortman out of my head. Big Mortman. How could I? How can I forget that Kojima ass name? Oh my God, <laughs> Mr. Deathman. Um, Sam, this is Mortman. <laughs> um. <laughs> but uh, the dark undertone of like no one cares about his death, yeah. and no one will care about him after he's gone. Presumably, possibly, maybe because he's fat. Yeah, like he's they're monsters. Know. They're monsters and they have a whole family and they're accepted by yeah. the community. He's a monster and he's a recluse who lives in a spooky, cobwebby lo library. Yes. What's the difference between the two of them, huh? 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why should we root for one over the other just because it's the protagonist? Exactly. Exactly. I will. I will say this. I agree. Yeah. I don't think that there. It's. It doesn't make sense for us to root for these people versus Mortman. I, again, because I don't think Mortman has done anything worse than what they yeah. did. And like um, Mortman, well. Mortman's eating turtles and flies. Like, what are the meatballs made of that they're? Yeah. Putting yeah. together. With the revelation that they're snake people. I would note this. In the original manuscript for this novel, R.L. Stein had Mortman eat children. See, that that changes things very... Like, that does change things. It changes things quite yeah. a bit. Then Mortman's the, then Mortman's, Mortman's the villain. You know, it makes more, much more sense. Yeah. Yep. Um, that would be a di- cut. Scholastic made him change it because they said it was too gross. Aww. I so think he that's eats bugs instead. I'm yeah, very happy that I've not gotten any such notes from Scholastic myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'd imagine that Scholastic has changed. Probably. I thought they were going to pull back on some stuff, and they have not yet. Fingers crossed. So cool. well, Kids today, yeah. you know, they're more, they're desensitized, you know? Yeah. To, to the violence and the horror. Yeah. Kids these days. They've, uh, eight-year-olds have already dehumanized themselves to face the bloodshed at this point. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I also like to note one change. There's only one major change in this book versus the uh, reissued edition in the 2000s, uh, which is that they changed uh, microfiches to computers. What? Oh, that, tr- that tracks. Yep. yep. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, that, yeah, that makes sense. But at the same time, oh, I can't. I cannot stand this microfiche erasure. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. All these kids should know that wonderful sound, that ASMR-esque sound the, of just the... the uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, I, I love it's, that shit. It still lives on in the uh, you know new horror movies set in the '90s that keep popping out. I think yes. it was in um, it was in Scary Stories Tell in the Dark, the movie. I'm pretty you sure. are right. Yes, I think. It oh, was. the Guillermo del Toro. Oh, oh shit! Was yeah, I need in, to watch that. Fuck. Was it in Fear Street? I want to say it was in Fear. Nope, nope. They had just had newspaper clippings on a table. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought it might have been. It was definitely in um, uh, Stranger Things. Yes. Oh, surely. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. By the way, Fear Street. Oh my god, Fear Street ruled. I love Fear Street so much. Great so movie good. series. So good. Excellent so good. Series. Need more. Actually, it's funny because Rachel was the Fear Street person, and I was the Goosebumps person. Like, <laughs> she she ha- speaks very very highly of Fear Street. I got up. Maybe I'll well, dig into that at some point. Well, maybe we'll maybe we'll get there. Yeah, apparently Fear Street deals way more with like relationships and actual honest to god murder. Maybe yeah, we'll get it was there. like maybe we'll it, do it. Goosebumps was like, I'm turning into a dog, and Fear Street was like, <laughs> the guy I'm taking to homecoming is a serial killer. Yeah, we've all been we've all been there. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because yeah. it's like I felt like Goosebumps was marketed more toward boys, where it was like, oh look at this yes. fantastical shit. Whereas the Fear Street stuff is yes. marketed way more toward girls, and be like, hey girls, be careful. I also thought that. Yeah, fuckers yes. out there who who will fucking kill you. Yeah, absolutely. I 100 also thought that Fear Street was a girl series. Right. Not that it not that it matters, but like to a 12 year old, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and there's a lot of that shit doesn't even track. Like, no, now no, that we're reading no, Goosebumps, but. like a lot of these like uh, stories, like it doesn't it really doesn't matter. Yeah, no, I, I kind of got that impression in some way. I mean, I never I just always went with Goosebumps. I never never touched Fear Street for whatever reason, but um might that might have something to do with it. Maybe. Maybe. I I mean, I same maybe the same reason I never touched it. Just how it was marketed. Yeah, it's probably actually yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Maybe I already got teased is. enough at school for fucking Goosebumps. I could I couldn't risk doing more with like you know, it was fucking uh, Goosebumps and uh, Beast Wars. Hell yeah. Uh, Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Beast Wars was the best. Beast Wars fucking ruled so goddamn hard, man. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Optimus Primal. 
fucking oh my god dinobot motherfucker waspinator 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 rat trap that fucking oh, yeah. new york ass motherfucking rat they made him a thing rat trap new york accent. the cheetah right oh yeah cheetor um yeah. i'll be yeah. real with you i'm gonna say something i'm gonna say a, a true fact about me all right and don't all right don't read into it okay don't don't if I'm gonna say it. Hmm. I had a crush on uh, Black Arachnia on Beast Wars. Uh, mm, mm, oh, mm, that's mm, fair. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> saying it. Since we're uh, uh, doing that, uh, mine was um, uh, oh, on was Beast that? Wars. <laughs> the real no, not Beast Wars. No, 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 no. I'm not a fucking. <laughs> there are only like two other women on Beast Wars. <laughs> Mario, Mario. I didn't have a crush on anybody in Beast Wars because I'm not a fucking freak. <laughs> Man, we didn't say this, but can we just get this out here? I'll just say it now. Lucy Dark, she's a fucking freak. <laughs> she's a fucking freak. But then again, she's a monster, so maybe not. I mean, this is normal for them. Yeah, she's like a weird snake person. That makes total sense. Yeah, I mean, it's not really that freaky, yeah. I get. <laughs> no, yeah. But uh, Real Adventures of Johnny Quest, the the redheaded girl on that one. Okay. I had a crush right, on her. Right. I forget her name. Never watched that one. Oh, it's pretty good. Well, it's I, pretty good. Trevor, you would like the Jersey De- Devil episode. I can tell you that right now. I'm sure I would. I'll look that up. Uh, you would like it. It's good. <laughs> it's one of the first shows that used like 3D pretty prominently, I think. Yes, or at yes. least after reboot kind of popularized it. There was also, I remember the, the like the the religious fundamentalist terrorist with like the book of rage that he want like yeah his bible with was the book of rage <laughs> bro yeah like jeez, uh, it's really crazy like how like god that makes me want to do like a video series on when kids shows got real <laughs> like when yeah. kids shows got really fucking like nuts with that shit i mean that's, that's fun we don't need to go into the the myriad of uh influential uh cartoon characters that defined our understanding of the opposite gender or the same gender for that matter but just i was putting it out there i was being honest about beast wars. <laughs> yeah, no, i'm I reciprocating speaking, with I was speaking my truth about beast wars no and i don't i didn't mean to like yeah no I, i'm sorry i didn't mean to make you feel bad for i just thought she you. was really cool okay she was a fucking yeah, spider really woman cool. just pretty cool yeah there's a precedent for for animated spider ladies because i know a lot of people are really all about the black widow from james and the giant peach yes they were they were yeah, yeah. <laughs> i make no claims one way or the other on the on these at least matters. black arachne is a humanoid <laughs> robot like, yeah, she's straight like up, an uh, actual spider she's a spider centaur or uh or whatever you have whatever you, what do you call those yeah spider centaur i don't even want to get into what that's about there's gotta be a name for that right that. It's, it's, it's gotta be <laughs> some real fucking freaks out there <laughs> shout out to all the freaks fucking freaks i'm sure we'll hear we'll hear from lots of people once this hits this episode hits. oh absolutely yeah, yeah. i can't uh, wait for 100 workers to hear about this (laughs) (laughs) oh shit hey 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 hey. let's talk about the tv episode of goosebumps can we please yes let's please (laughs) let's please talk about it yes i need i need to talk about it it's so good it's very good they really play up uh right from the first couple of lines what an asshole freak Lucy is. I mean, she's just like, I love to terrorize my brother. <laughs> yeah, not, well, not only that, they also do it in slow-mo in an echo chamber. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love to scare my little brother Randy. I tell him scary stories about monsters until he just begs me to stop. 
Um, so who's a fan of, uh, I know that she's trying to say toe biter, but I constantly hear her saying toe butter. Couldn't they see it coming? Toe butter camouflage itself as anything. Well, okay, if we're talking bad deliveries, we gotta talk yes, about Randy's. What do you mean, oh toe biter? What do you mean, toe biter? <laughs> Randy, however annoying he is in the fucking book, has, does not hold a fucking candle to uh, TV show Randy. TV show Randy is a legit fucking nightmare. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. I fucking can't. This kid, it, like, it's a mixture of not knowing how to act because they're a literal child. Yes. Yeah. With thinking that acting is just yelling everything. Yeah. I wish they. I wish they got a chance to film the the Chinese food uh, scene. Yes, oh, yes, that is a just shame that we're missing. Knocking on that. over shit and complaining and like ruining everyone's meal. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I am grateful that they cut the vast majority of filler, but yes, yes that yes. Is it sad. is very brisk this episode. Very, yes. yeah. There's a lot of like going back and forth. Lucy in, in the book with like, go, she goes to the library, and then maybe she sees him, and then goes home, and nobody believes her, and she does it again, and it happens like six times. Um, it's a little bit breezier. Yeah, definitely. I do like some of the changes. I also like um, how Mortman in the TV show has extreme Hannibal Lecter energy. Yeah. yeah, He's a real creepy guy. I liked it. Yeah. yeah. He, when he turns into a monster, the first thing he does is like this super extreme close up with his tongue oh, like he, wagging. He's like, ah. he's like, be <laughs> he Beetlejuices all over this episode. <laughs> I love watching an actor having the fucking time of their life. This you love a Beetlejuice. I love I love me a Beetlejuice like this the prosthetics also oh pretty good, good. pretty so good. good yeah for, like for Goosebumps for the, TV show standards is pretty fucking sweet it was dope yeah this is definitely a peak for the Goosebumps show which always suffered under the far superior are you afraid of the dark uh, <laughs> yes, yes it's in every it's possible true. way um, but this was definitely a highlight in terms of I think probably the best monster they've ever had on the show. It's got to be, right? Absolutely. I think, yeah. Uh, at least thus far, like, I mean, that we've seen, I mean. Who knows what's to come, but, uh, oh, wait, you know what? I say that, but I think the very next one is um, Camp Nightmare. True. And that has a really dope, it has a dope animatronic monster in it, so that's pretty good. Yeah. I was also a fan of, not not just the, I was a fan of the aesthetics of the Haunted Mask. Oh, yeah. That's a classic. Can't be. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's great. Really wish they did more with Monster Blood. That could have been that could have been really cool. But uh, the giant dog wasn't good enough for you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that they turned it into just make it like a, a goop that turns shit big. It's so dumb. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the so, tongue action was so good. <laughs> so yeah. So okay. So we get all the toe butter stuff, and we jump immediately to uh, Lucy going to the library where she's doing the Reading Rangers thing. And by the way, kind of note: every time I read Reading Rangers. Uh, I know that a normal 90s kid would say, I thought of Rescue Rangers. I didn't. I'm a fucking real one. And I thought about Burning Rangers for the Sega Saturn. Oh. And, <laughs> and I thought, every time I read it, I thought, Burning Rangers. <laughs> um, I, I just thought re Reading Rainbow. I did too. That's I, fair. That's also yeah, fair. That's yeah. also fair. That's also fair. Yeah. If yeah. you go the reading route instead of the Rangers route. Exactly. Exactly. Also, before we get too far into this, Lucy does at a certain point, I believe this is also in the book. But she says uh, her mom is uh, chiding her for making Randy's life a living hell, which is not that hard. Um, and uh, she reply and uh, replies and says, quote, life is a phase I'm going through. Yes. And then the mom yes! says, right. Yeah, that that line. 
the mom says, okay, well, then can you go through it after you've set the table? Bro, are you telling your daughter to kill herself? <laughs> what? Even in the book, she's like, I thought, I thought that was a good line. Uh. <laughs> I think it's a pretty good line. It's uh, not bad. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's a real, it's a real MTV line. It's a real, it's a real episode of Daria line. It's a real my yeah. whole, my whole life is a dark room. Uh, Beetlejuice kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, that line has tood. Yeah, it has tood. Yeah, so uh, we get the uh, that she had to read Black Beauty. Yep, uh, and she does the it would have been better if the horse had two heads and big old gnarly fangs, yep. which is objectively true. Yep. I mean, um, it would be more interesting, yeah. Confirmed. I note here that Mr. Morbin looks like a librarian, and uh, she and Aaron have like a conversation uh, about how gross he is. So mean. But how he's got beady eyes and sweaty hands. Yeah. yeah. So this is a real guy. This guy is a real guy. Like, Yeah, like, this is just a dude. What do you... <laughs> Which, by the, way, so by the way, by the way, the Mormon here played by Eugene Lipinski, who will return in Night of Living to Me 3 as the voice of Rocky, which I presume is a dummy. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Either that or a dog. <laughs> and then we get the fucking amazing, incredible uh, transformation scene. Also, yeah. weird change. He's eating spiders or eating crickets yes. and feeding them to spiders. It's because flies would just not be, it would not make any sense visually yeah that's true it wouldn't read and it would be so hard to wrangle flies uh yeah yeah like and all of the things that we were saying during the book part about like the 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 physicality of grabbing the, the, yeah, the yeah, flies yeah. out of the jar they would just go everywhere like yeah that's 100 it, it stuck out to me that um the makeup specifically in this version they went with a with a frog kind of thing yeah which when you look at how the parents turn into snake people, it kind of makes sense, like a chain, a food chain thing. Yeah. Like snakes eating frogs. Yeah, and the frogs eating, well, it should be flies, but it's crickets. Yeah, this is a this is a rare case of the show one-upping yeah. the, the book in that yeah, way. Yeah, I think so. I do I do think it's it's interesting because in the book, when he feeds the turtles, he said, he says, dinner time, my timid friends. Yes. Yeah. But in this one, he, he so pointedly talks to the tarantulas and says, it's dinner time, my furry friends. It's like, they were just like, they in the script they were like act like you're telling R.L. Stein to go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> Spiders aren't timid. <laughs> Spiders are not timid. I also love when uh, he says dinner is served. He's loving it again. He's loving big it. time. He's just fucking Beetlejuicing all over this fucking scene. Yeah, it's so good. You love to see it. I, you know what I do? Okay, I'll get to it. I'll get to the end of it. Uh, when, when we come to the end, I have a, I have a thought. Um, uh, I was gonna say the dad in this has extreme dad energy. Oh yes, he's like one of the most dads I've ever seen on TV. <laughs> he wants more meat on that be meatball. Yeah, he, I need that you know meatball. what? He likes a big meatball. All right, he likes big meatballs. Give me that meatball. I want that meatball. I want that meatball. It, it's interesting, too, because they have the meatball making scene in both the book and the show. But then they bring the meatballs back in the show. Yes. Yeah. To give to give to Mr. Mortman. And I'm like, I don't know what the space between the making of those meatballs and the dinner scene. They could keep for a day. I guess if you're just going to eat the dude anyways, there isn't any yeah. real dinner. You'll just throw out some old meatballs you had in your fridge or whatever. Yeah, makes sense. So uh, Mr. Dark, by the way, is played by Dan Lett who was in The Shape of Water and Nightmare Alley and played the British dad on the X-Files episode Fire uh, in season one of the X-Files. Dan Lett getting it. Holy shit. Damn, dude. Fucking congrats. <laughs> like, like, holy crap. Like, holy shit. Like, 
We've got a fucking real. Well, this is our biggest star. Yeah. Since um, Drive Boy. <laughs> since Ryan, literally Ryan Gosling. <laughs> literally, literally yeah. Ryan Gosling and Goosebumps. Yeah. Dad is making meatballs too big because he likes big meatballs. Don't whatever you know. So uh, as usual, as in the book, I don't know what the fucking point of reading Rangers is because Mortman <laughs> asks like one question. Which it's like, <laughs> didn't you like the book? <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, the description, whatever. Give me my star. <laughs> Much respect to Lucy for immediately realizing, oh, I just saw crazy shit. I'm gonna get my camera. <laughs> yes, yes. So they come, they combine, they combine several library trips in this. So like when she goes to do the Frankenstein discussion, she also is there to do the to catch a monster in the act you know yeah uh but we also they reuse the same transformation sequence which i guess if it ain't broke don't, don't fix it but you know what do you think they're made of money <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> did you like the scene where the tarantula's butt is hanging out of his mouth one thousand percent i have no <laughs> mortman eating the spider is some righteous shit lameo that's the sounds are holy shit that's yeah <laughs> i was losing my mind read, writing that note <laughs> definitely a highlight <laughs> it's so good i just love it. it's just a big old spider's butt it's hanging out of it <laughs> god damn it's good shit so the flash goes off this plays out normally except that in this version mortman makes explicit reference to eating her yes yeah and immediately calls out that um that is her she, that knows is her. Who she is yeah he, he immediately realizes it's her yeah the flash does blind him which stuns him for a little bit but then she escapes and as she's escaping you hear a mortman in the background saying lucy come back come back lucy come back <laughs> uh, well, I like when she's running away and Mormon's like, ah, I love fast food. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Very good. Fucking hell. But my favorite, my favorite part of this entire TV episode okay. is when Mortman uh, comes back. Uh, basically, Lucy goes back to her house, yep. um, starts freaking out, yeah. hears a knock on the door, thinks that it's her parents, opens it. It's Mortman in humanoid form. Yeah. And He's got her backpack. This is a better scene, by the way, than in the book. It's a better scene. It yeah. also contains one of the funniest fucking things. Yeah. Where Lucy, in her panic, accidentally reveals, like she did in the book, that her parents aren't home. And so she immediately locks the door. But as she locks the door before Mortman can come in, she's like, "Ah, oh, my parents aren't home. Uh, I mean, my parents are home. <laughs> my mom is in the kitchen. And then she says, quote, Mom, is dad still cleaning his rifle? <laughs> My parents aren't home right now. I mean, they'll be home any minute. I mean, they're in the bathroom. Mom, is dad still cleaning his rifle? It's okay, Lucy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, very good. How's our gun collection, dad? <laughs> uh, it's like, I like this scene that's like implicitly more threatening because the first time Mortman shows up, there's like no danger. In this one, it is dangerous. And the show tells you a little bit about stranger danger, which is one, don't let people know your parents aren't home. And two, don't let people into your house. Yep. Even if they have your backpack and a li li librarian. Just saying it. Yep. No, it's a, it's good to know, especially back then when Stranger Danger was such a fucking like a thing. Everybody was like, fuck, you cannot trust a single human being outside of your family and sometimes even in your family. Yep. Don't trust anyone. Just don't. <laughs> I wonder if that'll ever come back to haunt like our generation somehow, somewhere. I don't know. I'm just, just, 
throwing it out there. Who can tell? Seems unlikely, but whatever. You know, I can't imagine how. <laughs> Not as fucked up as acne or uh, uh, Accutane. Accutane came back and no. fucked us up. Anyway, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> I really got it out for Accutane today. <laughs> so this is again where the show is smarter than the book. Yes, yes. Because Lucy tells her parents. So Mormon says that the house is on his way home. And that's why you dropped the backpack off. Of course, we know that's not true. Um, but the uh, parents... Uh, There's a scene right before that where when their parents come home and Lucy busts out of the house and says, oh, Mormon was here. Yeah, Mormon was Yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, their par- uh, uh, their, her mom, Lucy's mom in particular, is like, oh, oh well, why did he come over? And uh, she was like, oh, he was dropping off my backpack. And then she specifically says, her mom specifically says, oh, that's nice of him. His house is completely on the opposite side of town. Yes. So he must have really gone out of his way to come over here, which actually is a setup. That is something. Yeah. Yeah. That exact same same thing happens in the book, but it doesn't lead to anything. Right. So, yeah, when... Later, when uh, yeah, um, no, literally, then literally the next scene. <laughs> like, yeah, when they go to to develop the photo, which yeah, sadly, no Chinese food. I'm yeah, so bummed no, about that. No, skip that whole thing. Also, because there's no Chinese food, this is even more of a reach for like their, her dad to take her to the photo, the one hour photo, right? Like, yeah, if there's no dinner, this is her just being like, "Dad, you just got home. Get back in the fucking car and take me <laughs> to the one hour photo." <laughs> <laughs> he like tries to open the door and she slams it shot on him and like, one hour photo now go but yeah um mr uh, mr mortman is just like walking around town just having a good old time and oh what's this he finds lucy and uh well before that i guess i should say randy is is a fucking little shithead as usual and uh really wants to re- look at the pictures and in doing so he like drops them all on the ground yeah yeah and then mr mortman's just walking around minding his own business oh hey lucy what's going on oh i have this this picture well, i thought that he was going to take the picture as did i yeah but apparently as mario pointed out earlier vampire rules it's still true yeah yeah so i don't know i, I guess whatever I, i'm not gonna think it, well about and this it. anyway. it's weird because don't worry in this one it. in this one lucy more convincingly uses the fact that he's invisible as evidence that he's a monster. Yeah. In the book, she doesn't handle it well. She's like, uh, I guess this is proof. In this one, she's like, no, this is proof. He's invisible. Clearly, yeah. That's not fucking normal. Vampire rules. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Which, does Lucy follow vampire rules? Might be just like, I don't know if that works with snake people. Maybe it's just with frog people or whatever the fuck he is. I don't know. That's an interesting question we now have to pot. It's like, huh. That would be a cool twist for later on down the like uh, in another book. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, we're all invisible. Why are we invisible? Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> but it turns out they aren't invisible. They're actually just vampires or something. Yeah. Yeah. So basically what happens is uh, Mr. Mormon comes over, uh, sees oh, oh. that Lucy dropped all the shit. What's that? Yeah. No, I was going to say, I thought you were jumping ahead. No, you're good. You're good. Continue, continue. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, because this is important because this is one of the main reasons why the show is actually, in my opinion, kind of sort of better than the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because there's some actual honest to God detective work by the parents here. Yeah. So basically a Mormon picks up the thing and then the parents see Mormon. Uh, I think the mom in particular is like, Oh, hi, Mr. Mormon. Thank you for taking the, um, backpack, uh, Lucy's backpack home. And then he, w- he says, Oh, it's no worry. I, uh, it's actually on my way to, uh, my house. 
So yep. right, and it cuts back to them, and they're they're kind of like, oh, huh, interesting. I think they actually share a glance. They get they immediately give a look to one another. They like immediately look at one another. Yeah, and then they immediately, I think, invite, invite him to over dinner. to dinner. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Which like. <laughs> a, if you were a monster in hiding, I think that's really good because you'd be like, you'd be very like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Mm. They finally put it together. <laughs> yeah. I mean, pretty quick, pretty quickly they put it together. Like, that's you know, true. they're that's on true. that shit. Yeah. Good parents. Good parents. Good parents. Good parents. So, yeah, it, uh, we we go back to uh, the house and uh, they're the dark as shit house. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, like, yeah. there is no they they lit. They had enough budget to light one area <laughs> <laughs> by candle yeah exactly it's, they could not do a travel shot for the life of them like yeah Mormon comes over and he's like you've got such a lovely house of what you can see of it <laughs> like, <laughs> have, uh, uh, this very dim living room is very nice <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, Mr. Mormon, who looks amazing, by the way, he's yeah, wearing yeah. An, a, an adorable um, s- uh, sweater, and uh, so the family's sharing a, c- a couple laughs. They're having a good old time. Uh, Lu- uh, the parents off uh, Lucy's parents uh, tell Lucy to offer uh, Mr. Mormon a, uh, a meatball. Meatball. Yeah. She, she does. He eats it, and he's like, "Oh, it's delicious. Delicious. Uh, what? What's for dinner?" And it happens. it's so good the parents are like you are and then they turn it there it's a fucking insane transformation sequence that just keeps going and you think you know where it's going and then it doesn't go there and they turn into lizard people and it's amazing it's pretty good very good fangs weird fang choice but i I really like it yeah the, uh, they, uh, the fangs are so good. They also keep those fangs out for a while. <laughs> and yeah. like their whole conversation with Lucy and Randy, like they'll talk when the other person not talking has the fangs out. So they'll just be like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good because I, I, I really like ever all of the lines for them when they have their fangs out are overdubbed. Yeah. Uh, 80 yard. And it's, I just want to hear the original audio for that. Oh, God. But yeah, um, I guess uh, they didn't really wait to get confirmation that uh, this guy was actually a monster. Nope. Not really. They just decided to fucking eat his ass. Just, just ate him. Yeah. He's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the book, they, they, they eat his bones and all, it says. They just fully eat every part of him. Which is just wild. Which is pretty snake-like. That that makes sense. I mean, I assume they do the same with the show because, like, literally not five seconds after they've devoured this man, yeah. they see what what I thought. Okay, I thought that outside the window was a monster from the Power Rangers. <laughs> it's not. It's just like a regular dinosaur mask but i thought it was the um like a putty or something no there is like a mosquito monster in one of the episodes and i thought it looked a lot like that for a second oh yeah um, and then i thought man this aired on fox kids why didn't they get in touch with like saban entertainment crossover and get some get some fucking power rangers monsters costumes and have the parents turn to that <laughs> Yeah, they had fucking Power Rangers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like hanging out and stuff. Like, why can't they fucking do that with Goosebumps? Why yeah, not? it's bullshit. It's bullshit. It, w- it would have been really good if like they had the moms just like her drop, her jaw just like drop open and just like slowly engulf. Oh, <laughs> dude, <laughs> eat them whole, dude. Oh, holy <laughs> shit, that would have fucked up an entire generation oh, yeah. of children. <laughs> uh, just imagine if, imagine if instead of Snake People. 
the dad turned into like the pig monster from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. <laughs> oh my god! And the mom turned into fucking Rita pumpkin, Repulsa, the pumpkin raptor. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say Rita Repulsa. That would have been great. Or the the gold the gold lion guy. That gold lion. Goldar. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, I mean, Goldar. Canonically, they could turn turn into Goldar and Scorpina, who were uh, canonically in a relationship, but. Um, you know, that's maybe over the heads of <laughs> we weren't ready for that um, no not yet anyway oh my god uh, but oh wait, wait that's okay so Aaron shows up he's like takes on his mask right and he's like hey guys what's going on and uh they're like oh we just finished dinner and he goes what's for dessert prompting the best <laughs> line delivery I've ever like this is it's oh my god it's so fucking good it's so good uh you should put it here absolutely because it's incredible way ahead of you because uh, the dad like looks at him and says much like he did to Mr. Mormon like the sense you asked you and then a pause like cherry pie <laughs> what's for dessert well it was going to be a surprise but since you asked. You like cherry pie? Sure. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, not how any human being would say that ever. Like you look Oh my god. And is it here or is it a little bit later when uh suddenly the, the fucking like Scooby Doo ass uh but up but up but up Yeah, like no, it's here. It's here. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, the the end of like all Thundercats episodes where they just like talk about like the episode and then just someone cracks a dumbass joke and they and all laugh. They'd laugh for like a straight minute. <laughs> I literally have uh, all laugh here as a bullet point. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, every time I think of that, I, do you guys watch uh, Space Ghost Coast to Coast? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Of the the sea ceiling tile. Uh, w like at the end of that, it's like, uh, would you like to have some of my sex with me? And then, <laughs> Sure. <laughs> ba -da, ba -da, ba -da. <laughs> and then they laugh, they keep laughing, and then prompt the sound cue again. <laughs> ba -da, ba -da, ba -da. Well, it looks like C-Ling will fit in perfectly on the roof in jail. He sure will, Space Ghost. Moltar, that's one tile that needs to be replaced. He sure does, Space Ghost. Shut up, Zorak. You make me sick. I do, don't I? <laughs> now, don't we have some sex to take care of? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I love Space Ghost. Extremely good. Anyway, I'll put that in here, too. Please do. Anyway, I'm freeze-framed on Aaron's face as he's looking <laughs> bewildered into <laughs> This home of fucking freaks. <laughs> He's just like, are you going to eat me or, or what? Am I what? in danger? I'm in danger. <laughs> no, you're in danger for sure. <laughs> uh, What's happening? Yeah. Yeah. So I remember that twist like my whole life, that that episode twist, like the book twist. I was the same, obviously, but like I vividly remembered the way that Aaron like popped in at the end of this episode. Um, I, I just just always stuck with me. Uh and so for that reason, I like this a lot. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, 
Um, ranking it with other uh, uh, Goosebumps episodes. God, I'd probably... No, it holds up. Yeah, no, it definitely does. I'd probably put it on par with, like, probably Say Cheese and Die-ish. I mean, episodes, I think this is, yeah, easily top-tier episode. Yeah, this is definitely, yeah. like, in the top, in, in the top, like, probably 9 out of 10, maybe 8.5. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, th- that feels right. I don't. I I really hate the fucking fat shaming shit. But uh, oh, well, yeah, wait, wait. Are we yeah. talking about the the episode or book? Which one are we doing? Oh, oh, the book. My bad. Okay, book, book. Okay, wait. Uh, book is uh, like eight point five ish. Do you want? Do you want a patented review on this? Do you want? I would. I would fucking love a Mario's patented review. Okay, let me get this to you. Here's my thoughts. <laughs> Here's my thoughts. Okay. Um, Here we go. <laughs> all right. So as you may recall. We 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 being me review these books <laughs> on a three three point ma- matrix here. I've got you know I'm gonna bring my chart up here, do my tabulations. Um, oh my god! That wasn't Mario just now, by the way. That, <laughs> that was, was my computer. That was, that was my. This computer. is tabulations. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, so we rank this on um, uh, on scare factor, right? Um, I. <sighs> Huh, out of ten, is this scary? I will actually. You know what? I think the monster transformation is really cool and yeah. pretty effectively unnerving. I think this is probably like an. I think it's like an eight. I don't know that it's Mario fully Mario. Let me sell you on maybe plussing that up a little bit. Okay, because the real scary thing here is people not believing you. Oh, that's true. That's true. There's like a, a social anxiety thing happening here. Mm-hmm, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, well, well. now wait, I'll get to there. I'll get to that. That's a separate category. Oh, okay, my bad. As you may recall. All right, so I think I think baseline scariness, I think we're at an eight because I, I don't think, it's not as, as horrifying as it could be. Um, actually, you know what? I'll give it a nine. I think that it's gross. Cool. However, next point, R.L. Steininess. The how R.L. Steiny is this book. Uh, this is like <laughs> this book. This book right here is like a fucking ten out of ten. I was gonna <laughs> this say this is R.L. Stein at his most R.L. Stein. <laughs> it has to be primo Stein. It has to be. Yeah. Yeah. This is. Uh, oh, you want some cliffhangers that don't go anywhere? Oh, we've got t- twenty-two of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe Monster Blood was a little bit more egregious on that yeah, front, but like. I mean, yeah. This is pretty. Yeah, uh, this is pretty Steiny. Yeah, you want you want two whole paragraphs where you talk about Aaron's weird frisbee? Oh, oh absolutely! Oh, uh, I would love that. But the, Mario, can you tell me if uh, there are several chapters that are pointless and purposeless and ex- exist entirely to pad out the length uh, of the book? May I interest you in a fine selection? <laughs> uh, and then point three, and that's relatability, aka the teen zone or the kid zone. <gasps> I th- so as to your point as to the not believing you thing, I think that's pretty relatable, especially like just in a, like a parents don't understand kind of thing. Yeah, you know, because they don't, as as the Fresh Prince told us. Um, uh, so I think I think that's like I think it's an eight, and I'd give it higher if Lucy weren't a fucking monster, mm-hmm. and not literally. Yeah. I mean, like. Emotionally, <laughs> like I think, Can I, morally, know, like, morally, morally, yeah, exactly. I think people will be turned off by that. Yeah, but I think that they will relate to some of it. You know what I mean? Like now, I found uh, a certain part of the book extremely relatable. Let me try and let me try and get you to plus this section up as well. Okay. Um, there was one point point in the beginning where Randy was playing 
a video game console. Do you uh -huh. remember what video game console he was playing? That's well, a SNES, as I recall. Hell yeah! Uh, so yeah, fucking I mean, relatable as shit. Uh, 10 out of 10, 10, buddy. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Absolutely, yes. 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I'll hit you with this. I think Randy is a 10 out of 10 for relatability, because I, too, was terrified of monsters as a child, despite the fact that I was obsessed with them. <laughs> uh, so, like, I mean, I always wanted to hear the monster story, and then I got freaked out about it. So I relate to that. And I did on a Super Nintendo and played it a lot. So 10 out of 10. Randy, relatable character. Trevor, what did you think? Um... So I don't have a lot to, to weigh it against because uh, all of my Goosebumps memories are very dim in my ancient past. Yeah. Uh, but even with that, I would rate it, I would say, uh, in terms of scariness, I think if I saw that transformation when I was pretty young, that'd be pretty effective. I'd say that's like, that's got to be like an eight. Yeah. And it's the best like special effects I think they've ever done. Um, in terms of steininess, uh even I, with vague memories of the book series, uh, can recognize his weird little asides that make no sense. And uh, uh, his his uh, repeating the chapter that he just did in a slightly different form to pad out the book and also all those cliffhangers. Um, overall, I'd say like that's a, it's a prime example of the form. Um, probably 8.5 to 9. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exact same. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. Shit. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good Good goosebumps stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> so with that, uh, oh, did you have anything else to say? No, 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 no. Go ahead. Okay. I was just going to do our little plug here, and uh, then I'll uh, give it to Trevor to plug his stuff. Yeah. So uh, thank you, the listener, for listening. As is your job. <laughs> uh, that is your your. That's what you're doing right now. And uh, that's if what you we're paying you for, if you enjoy what we're doing, please visit our Patreon. You can't scare me. And consider, you know, donating a little bit of money here and there. You know, you don't have to. You don't have to. No pressure. It's cool. But, uh, yeah, that's where you can kind of help support us if you want to. Um, and, yeah, that's that's all I got. Trevor, did you want to plug anything? Oh, uh, what do I got going on right now? Uh, I got stuff in the works, but nothing really uh, prevalent. But you can stay up to date uh, with what I'm doing currently uh, through social media while it still exists. Uh, I am Slimy Swamp Ghost on Twitter. And Trevor Henderson, uh, all one word on Instagram. You got that. You got that podcast going on. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I You're do welcome. have a pod. <laughs> I am creative director on a podcast right now uh, called the Mayfair Watcher Society, which is, I think, a very, very good um, and has a really great team of writers and uh, voice actors and creative people behind it. Uh, we are almost done the first kind of session of it um, before we take a big break. Uh, so it's a good chance to catch up on the back catalog. I think there's like eight or nine episodes right now. I'll, I'll second that. I think it's one of the one of the primo horror podcasts out there right now. Ah, thank you very much. Oh, well, you're quite welcome. Hell yeah. Alrighty, and with our, with that, our last uh, section is going to be predict the twist, and this is the section where we use the title, cover, and tagline to predict what the next Goosebumps book will be about. <laughs> Mario. Uh, the next Goosebumps book is um, Welcome to Camp Nightmare, 
Now, yeah, I do. We hell, all, yeah. I think we all know what, what this is about. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Yeah, so good, so good. Uh, now the cover, the cover is an incredibly good spooky forest uh, in which is a well lit uh, green tent. I think it looks very cool. Um, it's one of the classic covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And a, a spooky monster is uh, peering out of the bushes. Now this would tell me that this book is about a camping uh, site where a monster is uh and <laughs> i mean if i didn't know the twist maybe the twist would be that it it was a nightmare <laughs> like that it was a dream all the whole time that yeah. could be something it's a good good guess i'd say but i do know the twist so just so we run on that <laughs> let's be clear let's be clear <laughs> all righty well uh tagline is it's the little camp of horrors that's wow <laughs> that's <laughs> That's a stinker. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty rough. Uh, to describe the cover, we've got like fucking incredible work by Jacobus here. Yeah, we've got a just imagine a dark like it looks like dead of winter like kind of camp uh, like area with all the trees are just dead, mm-hmm. no leaves on them, just scraggly branches reaching up into the sky. The the orange like dusk dusky sky with like everything kind of fading into a purple in the in the foreground then you've got a little bit of a mist on the ground yep, yep. where there is a tent and inside that tent this green tent is a is just like a green or like white light that's just casting this green eerie glow on everything and right underneath the tagline where the tagline's written you've got this weird i don't how would you describe it like cat-eyed it's, it's golem-esque it's golem-esque it's definitely goblin it's goblin-esque yeah. yeah and it's reaching its hand into the tent and it's kind of tearing the netting the mosquito netting on it yeah open. and it's just oh it's so good it's so good it's very good i think god i do remember a bunch of this i think i remember the twist but right off the bat like so relatable 100% like anyone who's gone camping and has you know sleeps in a tent at night uh, on the cold fucking hard ground can already like kind of empathize with just this general situation and being creeped out to fuck about something just being if, if, if you've ever been camping in a tree like kind of scrapes your fucking tent and you have no idea like was that what the fuck was that was that the wind or what it's just fucking wonderful. So yeah, what I think it's going to be about is um, uh, Gollum is real. Uh, he wants some. He wants some cab money, cab fare. Uh, he really needs it, and he's just going to bother these kids who are at this camp for some money, like every night, and until one of them gives him some money, and then he fucks off. That's a good idea. That's a good thought. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're welcome, uh, 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 Jovial Bob. You can owe me, <laughs> uh, Trevor. If you if you didn't know the twist, what would you think it was about? Would you would you have a different thought? I feel like I feel like I would completely misinterpret the little weird guy, and I might go in a kind of a wish fulfillment like alien scenario uh, here because yeah. he's got kind of like an alien shaped head a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, actually, that's a pretty good idea. Yeah. yeah. Do any Goosebumps books actually deal with aliens? Yeah, man. Uh, invasion of the body suckers. Uh, right. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Two, yes. two parter. And two parter. Uh, egg monsters from Mars. Yep. Egg monsters from Mars. Oh my god! How could That's I forget? Right. Classic. Yeah. Classic. Uh, but I remember yeah. but the body squishers. Yeah. Heck yeah. Squishers. Body squishers. That's it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. So I would probably be like, oh yeah, it's about aliens uh, abducting 
campers, I would say. I that's actually a very good idea for a, a camp horror story. I'm su- yeah. Mix up Blair Witch with some some alien stuff. That'd be fucking yeah. kick-ass. You think it they think it's a golem? Boom. It's got some grays. There's some grays. It's an going alien around. the whole time. Yeah. That's a great. You know, it's even better because they say grays originally came from uh, uh, humans like oh, going through the forest and seeing na- uh, uh, owl babies. Oh yeah, which oh, if yeah. you've ever seen, sense. owl babies look exactly like a gray. If you've if you've never seen that, go and look that up. Also, wait until midnight to look up to look them up. It definitely won't freak you out. <laughs> Turn off all the lights in your house and uh, do that. I really wish they'd hewed a little closer to the cover of the book for the monster in the TV episode because he's not he's not yeah. really. I just posted a picture in the. In the Discord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That reminds me of like one of the, uh, oh, I think it was He-Man monsters. I think there was one who was just like a, a ball, like a furry ball or something. Or maybe I'm thinking about, um, oh, there was a movie with them too. Critter? Critters? Critters. 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 Yeah. Critters. Yeah. Critters. It looks like Critters. Yeah. Esteemed uh, film franchise, Critters. Yeah, it's like, like yes. Esteemed franchise. <laughs> yeah. Critters and Critters 2. Hey, it ain't no Tremors. Okay. Uh, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a very different beast. <laughs> Quite literally. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so thank you very much, Trevor. You know, for, yeah. for joining. This was this was awesome. It was a, a pleasure and a privilege. Of course, yeah. Thank you for having me on. I'm so glad that you. It turned out that you weren't a monster. You know, like before, <laughs> I'm glad the wrap the round. <laughs> yeah, that was you know not to you know uh, we were talking a little bit about you behind <laughs> your back like before you came. I on, heard you know? I was there. It's fine. It's oh fine. you did oh, oh, yeah. oh man I feel embarrassed <laughs> I feel embarrassed yeah. Yeah, Mario, Mario, you should. You were the one who brought it up first. Mistakes like that happen, it's fine. Deservedly, yeah. As long as the matter is closed. Oh, yeah, we don't ever bring it up again. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, this this podcast, yeah, as long, you know, if some, if you learn something else, we might make a new podcast and say, like, oh, you know, Trevor's a fucking, you know, beast. And Well, we'll see about that. It's fine. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean you'll see about it? Don't worry about it. Hey, gang, tune in the next episode. <laughs> you can't scare me. We're all revealed that I, where Bob will judge me when I revealed my crush on Hexadecimal for Mibu. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I was trying to push it to like Trevor was going to eat us and then we were going to scream and that would be the end. Oh, Fuck. shit. Oh, shit, 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 shit. <laughs> <laughs> but that's also a very funny ending. God, I think we should end it there. That's the best. Yeah, that's, that's the best the possible one. ending. Yeah. That, that's the one. <laughs>